Hold one. Arm drag. Brett screwed Brett. It's me, Austin. I did it for the rock. Oh, shut your mouth, you thong wearing fatty. Number four, arm bar. I am Sir Michael Cole. What? Right, welcome everybody to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, Taryn, alongside Jamie, Dan, Joe, and Bradley. Guys, we've made it. I think this is week 11, I want to say. I think last week was our 10th episode. This is week 11 or week 12, but either way, we've yeah. made it. We started the long journey from the beginning of January with the Royal Rumble, and we've got all the way so we can officially say, WrestleMania, baby! WrestleMania <laughs> 18. Woo! I was surp- I was very surprised though because I thought you were going to come up with the idea to go. Well, it is WrestleMania. It is WrestleMania 37, and it is too big for one night again. So why don't we have two nights of a podcast? I thought that's what you were going to do, Tarin, but you didn't. It's it's hard enough just doing the one, especially with Bradley's internet, as it is at the minute. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only only way we'll be doing two nights. It'll go into two nights. Look at the signal now. Now I've started talking and Bradley started talking. My performance has gone from 10 out of 10 to 6 out of 10. And that's just the hosting rating. (laughs) Yeah, that's the rating of the podcast on Apple Podcasts. 6 out of 10. Could try better. (laughs) Guys, it's WrestleMania week. Are we excited? Let's get a consensus in the room. Let's go around in the room here, the virtual room, let's say. Out of 10, how excited are we for... This year's WrestleMania. Brad, what are you going for out of 10? I'm going to go with a solid 8. 8 out of 10, not bad. Joe? Same 8 out of 10. Dan? I'm a Len Goodman, 7. <laughs> 7! <laughs> what about Jay Crawford? 6. Oh, wow. Yeah, what do you mean, like my network connection at the minute? 6 out of 10. Um, <laughs> I now we're getting closer to it. Now we're getting closer to Saturday and Sunday because it's too big for one night, just like last year. Although they're not using that tagline this year, are they? Um, interestingly enough, I haven't seen it anyway. Well, once um, in a lifetime, twice once, in a lifetime, thrice in a lifetime. <laughs> um, I would probably say we're looking at, ooh, yeah, probably a six or a seven out of ten. But we'll see. Give it a good six, everyone. There you go. <laughs> there we go. Six out of ten. It probably averages out at around six or seven out of ten, doesn't it? But no, I am. I'm looking forward to it more than I was this time, maybe a couple of weeks ago. Now they've actually cemented each night. They've cemented the card, and they've actually done a decent bit of build up leading up to it. Because this is what I don't get over the last few years. It's like you look back at the WrestleManias from the well, fr- from the beginning, really, but certainly early to 90s up to you know early 2000s the build-up started you know sometimes before the rumble but it officially started at the rumble but the actual build-up and the forming of the card and the matches would start from january these days we're getting matches of hughes that start three weeks before mania and the matches announced the week before mania you know this is wrestlemania this is supposed to be the ending of all fuse. This is supposed to be tying all the loose ends together. You know, th- this is it now. Then... Finale. Exactly, this is it. Um, but, you know, we, we do get the odd matches thrown together, but I, I do feel this year 
there are a few more things that they've, you know, whether I agree with the match or the participants in the match, they've at least put a bit of thought into it and, you know, add a few weeks with the storyline. A couple of things that they haven't, but no, I'd say six, seven out of ten is uh is fair. And anything that anybody's not looking forward to other than having to stay up two nights in a row to watch it. <laughs> having to watch Bad Bunny. <laughs> broad versus segment man you're not looking forward to that one hang on steel now, cage though the steel uh, cage the one that me and not bradley predicted that it would be the steel cage match and you know it is gonna be i mean we're gonna get on to our predictions anyway but um i'm quite looking forward to that just seeing what they can do with the limitations of of shane yeah but if if you think about it, Bad Bunny versus the Miz is probably the longest, like hyped up match on WrestleMania. It's been going what well before the Royal Rumble. I think that's probably the longest running storyline that they have on entire that's WrestleMania. That's the worst thing. The longest running storyline leading up to WrestleMania is a shite music artist. <laughs> Do you shite. know what I mean? He's yeah. award winning. Yeah, from the people like Bradley that buy his music, and that's about it. But the thing with that um, match is they have been building it up since the actual Rumble. And then, you know, he he tried to cut a promo on Raw this week, and he actually said what's been happening. You know, it happened at the Rumble. You you broke my DJ set. You broke my drum set. Um, So then it started a war. Um, And then they've, you know, flowed all the way through and culminated with his his Bugatti being painted on Raw. So I think... (laughs) The match itself, I'm glad they made it a tag team match because it shines Damien Priest up and makes him look like a star. But overall, I think it will be the thing that everybody tunes in to watch. You know, all of the um, music community who don't necessarily watch, who knew about wrestling, they're going to be watching it to see what Bad Bunny's doing. Very similar to what they did with Floyd Mayweather, you know, 10, 15 odd years ago. All of the boxing people had to watch because they wanted to see what would happen with him and Big Show. Happening the same with Bad Bunny. So it's not a bad thing for Mania. And I think it will be a solid match. He's putting a lot of work. Yeah, no, fair enough. I mean, we're going to get on to our, you know, this is a special WrestleMania edition of the podcast. So we certainly are going to get into our predictions. And that is certainly going to count towards the prediction league that we have going on. Um, so before then, we have got some things to go through. I mean, this week, I don't, I don't know why I had, as I always do on the schedule, I had news down as a section. I've literally got no news because effectively the news this week is WrestleMania and what's happening. So is anybody seeing anything out there, anything exciting? Because as your host, I've not got any news this week. Uh, I, I we... think we found the forbidden door, didn't we, Tara? Yeah. Oh, well, there's some news. Go say, on, then. Go on then. Last week. Right, go on then, Joe. You can talk us around that one. Well, it's come out exclusively um, on Titanet that Chris Jericho is going to do the Stone Cold Sessions. And it's the first interview after he's, you know, he's left WWE and he's gone to AEW. He's now on the WWE Network. So on April 1st, I think it was, he did the Stone Cold flashing icings with, you know, and then April 2nd, there was just like a picture of like him and Steve Austin sat at his desk and then it just zoomed out and then Jericho just winked. Yeah, because I, I can't all... be the only one that thought that was an April Fool's. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's what they did on April 2nd because if everyone did on April 1st, everyone was like, yeah, yeah this, this bullshit. Oh, wait, there was Bradley. He sounded alive. Are you there, Bradley? No, he's gone. <laughs> no, no, he's gone. It's he an exclusive it. Bradley I am episode. 
issues you. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, that's all right. No, no, we, we can still hear you. You just butt in whatever you need to. I mean, we might have moved on to WrestleMania 42 by that point, <laughs> but we'll, uh, we'll take anything on board that, that you say. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I think it's... It's really interesting. I mean, I think it cements the fact that Vince McMahon has finally decided he doesn't see AEW as a threat. And I think if more than anything, nobody's really mentioned this, I think it's more of an insult to AEW. He's basically going, yeah, we'll have Jericho, we'll have one of your talents on there because it makes no difference to us because you're just little AEW. And, you know, if I was Tony Khan, he's allowed it and fair play to him. And, you know, fair play to Vince. If I was Tony Khan, I'd be thinking... Yeah, he really doesn't see us as a threat because if he did, he wouldn't be allowed this. If this was in the nineties and we had the technology that we did and there was a network in the nineties and Stone Cold or whoever the equivalent was back then was doing uh, you know, a, a podcast type session, a, a video session, and he said, Shall we get I don't know, Sting or Hogan from WCW, or certainly Hogan. Shall we get Hogan, who's been in the WWE before? Shall we get him on a session here? Do you really think Vince would turn around and go, yeah, yeah, let's do that? Of course he wouldn't, because it was the Monday Night Wars and it was WCW. So I just think that he really doesn't see AEW as competition. And this is him, say- this is him saying that without having to use the words. Yeah, I think or, we- Sorry, Jamie, go on. I was just going to say, unless he's getting old and he does actually want to do something with them. You don't know. Maybe this is the start of them actually trading talent or doing it. No a... chance. If that happens, no chance in hell. <laughs> no, there is no chance in hell. Um, no, if that happens, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Right. If there is an AEW, a WWE storyline similar or type of thing that they're kind of doing with Impact at the moment, talent, whether it be talent share, invasion, anything like that. If there is one of those within the next 12 to 24 months, I will shave my head completely bald. I will. You're already that... going bald. That's nothing. Well, I know. I suppose in a way. Yeah, but uh, I'm not quite at that point where I want to do it yet, but I will do it if that happens. That's how convinced I am that it won't. Yeah, I think with the, the whole Jericho being on the, bro- uh, the Broken Skull sessions, it makes sense in a way that he's been in WWE for 30 years, you know, constant. Yeah, okay, he's gone to Pastures New, he's in AEW, and the reason for that is he wanted a fresher challenge, he wanted to help grow a company, which he's never done before. He's always gone into companies that are well-established. But if you look back at all of the Broken Skull sessions that they've been, yeah, okay, Vince McMahon won a side bro, who's shooting on, like, Cesaro and stuff, but they mainly break down their career. They do a journey from where they started, how they got into the business, all the way through to where they are now. So I think... We're going to be watching the entire thing going, oh, when's he going to mention AEW? When's he going to mention it? I bet you they don't even say AEW. They just say you've moved on to another promotion. And it'll oh. be the last 30 seconds, and then that'll be it. They, they, I hope they do, just because I want to see what's going to happen. That's all. I mean, they, they do reference TNA Impact, you know, when AJ Styles has been on, you know. Yeah, but I who are they? <laughs> yeah, but they've got, Jeff, they've got Jeff Jarrett, and Jeff Jarrett owns part of the... Um, bits and the gubbins of the footage that they use so they they kind of got a segue into 
um, the TNA stuff. But do you remember, it reminds me of, do you remember the Robin Hood movie um, when we were really young and they had that Everything I Do, I Do It For You song in the charts. And everyone Prince went of Thieves. To... Yeah, that's Alan, Alan Rickman himself. Yeah, and everybody went to watch the movie going, oh, we can't wait. They're going to be doing that Everything I Do, I Do It For You song. You know, I get to hear that. And they didn't have it anywhere in the movie. You had to wait right to the end on the second part of the, the credits and then they played the song. It's going to be like that. Oh, Jericho is on the Stone Cold Sessions. When's he going to mention AEW? He's always talking about Lance Storm, brilliant. Oh, he's talking about the Un Americans, brilliant. Oh, he's talking about the industry at all, brilliant. And then the last 30 seconds, so where are you now? Yeah, I'm in another company. Yeah, I'm helping talent. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, we'll see you in five years. Cheers, bye. That's literally what it's going to be. Never did right. I think right we would the do end. a wrestling podcast and Robin Hood and the Prince of Thieves would be brought up <laughs> as a comparison, <laughs> or certainly as a comparison to something involving Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> um, but God, yeah, there's me going. Oh, there's no news this week, and that, that was pretty big news. I'll be, I'll be amazed if AEW isn't mentioned by name. I'll go out and women. I'll say that Stone Cold, Stone Cold will say the words, word letters rather, AEW before Chris Jericho does. Yeah. How much they delve into it, I don't know. Probably not. Like you say, I think they'll probably just mention the fact that he's with the other company and that he's doing all right. It'll be 30 seconds, if that. But I think the letters AEW will be mentioned, but that's about it. Could you imagine? Well, yeah, check us out Wednesdays on TNT. <laughs> Could you imagine he says that at the end or something? <laughs> I mean, we, did it. we won the Wednesday now. Just, just check us out on a Wednesday on TNT. No competition on our end. Well, they did it. They won the Wednesday night war, you see. Well, Sami Zayn has mentioned AEW before on SmackDown, so... He yeah. has? Yeah, no, well, exactly. I mean, what I think what's just as interesting, if not more, is if they do go into the fact that he's with AEW and they mention them by name, will Jericho mention any AEW talent, whether they be ones that have come for the WWE over to AEW or just, you know, indie wrestlers that are now in AEW? Will he say, for example, you know, yeah, I'm working alongside some, you know, great yeah. talent. Like, like MJF, like Kenny Omega, like, you know, <laughs> will he mention John Moxley? Will he mention Big Show, Paul Wright, WrestleMania, baby, woo! You know, <laughs> will, he, you know will he mention any of those talents? And I think that's that's just as interesting to be fair yeah, yeah it'll be interesting to see what they do with it um i think you know they could say things like their wwe ring names but in terms of like the darby allens and stuff the people they don't really know it's not it's not really worthwhile mentioning them but they, they could mention kenny omega you know they've got footage of him on the network yeah yeah no no exactly oh so so when is it when is the it's the second... friday isn't it I thought it was um, it's oh, the eleventh. No, it's it's um, the Sunday. Yeah. But I don't know if it's before WrestleMania or immediately following. I assume it'll be. If I think it's before. Sure. Before, like, right? Let's have a let's have a look. Let's so what if I it? could just quickly interrupt? Can I just confirm you can all hear me now? We, there he is. we can hear you. There, there you go. are. He's back. We I were was just trying to segue you in there, so you didn't have to do that. But it's <laughs> well, you missed it, Bradley. We were just talking about the breaking news that Rob Van Dan had been inducted into the Hall of Fame yesterday, <laughs> but he's but he's already just appeared right now on Dynamite and won the AEW World Championship. Bro. <laughs> no, we're making it up. We're making it up. No, we were just talking about the Chris Jer- in fact Jericho was going to um, pop up on the Stone Cold um, sessions. And do you have any thoughts on that? I think it's a great thing for wrestling in general, to be honest. Just because it shows that no matter, like you know, there was seem to be these big bitter enemies of each other. I know they're coming out. You're being like, 
we can get along. We'll do our best for all wrestling fans. So I think it is a good step forward. Brilliant. Short and sweet. Easy as that. I mean, I checked. It just says on WWE.com. The episode premieres Sunday, April 11th, and will stream exclusively on Peacock in the US and the network everywhere else. It doesn't say whether it's before or after. I don't even know whether it'll be showing on the schedule as of yet. Um, but, yeah, interesting. Let's... um. Let's await that one with bated breath and see what's going to happen. But, you know, I'm probably looking forward to that more than I am Mania at the moment, just to see what happens. I still need to watch the Randy Orton one. Oh, it's so good, the Randy Orton one, though. I still need to do it. Right, it's WrestleMania week. We've got NXT tonight at the time of recording and tomorrow and NXT UK. We had Raw on Monday. We're not going to talk about Raw this week because it really was just a throwaway go-home show. SmackDown looks slightly interesting this week. I understand it's already been recorded. Um, It's the WrestleMania special edition of SmackDown. Effectively, anything that they couldn't fit on Mania this year, they're going to have on SmackDown. That includes a SmackDown Tag Team Championship match and the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Um, I'm just going to double-check on the participants for the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Can anyone remember who is in the SmackDown Tag Titles match? Because I can't. Yeah, it's um, the Mysterios. Um, it is Alpha Academy. It's um, the Street Profits, and it's the tag champs, the um, Rudolph. <laughs> right. Is this a turmoil or just like a fatal four-way? Um... I think it's a fatal four-way tag, um, but it, it spoils it in a way because I wanted Rey Myster- I wanted the Mysterios to go to Mania and they win the, the tag belts. Mysterious so Ray. Yeah, the at the actual Ray. WrestleMania event, you know, first father and son tag team champions. I mean, they're still my pick because Ray's going to be retiring soon, so they have to do it. You know, they're going to do it. Why not just do it now? But um, yeah, it's going to be a solid match, and uh, yeah, it probably is going to be the match of the night. To be fair. Okay, so we're not going to um, include these in our predictions, but just out of interest, are we going for new champions? I, I mean, why not? I am. Let, let's just go with them. I'm just going to, for no reason, and I, to be quite honest, it's sad for me to say this, I don't care. I really don't care. <laughs> um, I think I read that it's been 98 days or something as of today, the, the last time the SmackDown tag team titles were defended. So the WWE don't care about them, so why should I? Exactly. So I'm just going to say that the Mysterios are just going to, Win it? Why not? Anyone else got any other bets, guesses? It's it's going to be one of the babyface teams. It's either going to be the Mysterios or the Street Profits, but I'm going to go to Mysterios. Mm-hmm. Right. Fair. Yeah. I think um, just to go back what we were talking about before, um, the Broken School Sessions is technically 4 a.m. on the Sunday after oh, WrestleMania. You've got to stay up till 5:30, but then after that, p- possible spoiler. WWE Chronicle Edge uh, is replaying. <laughs> well, I um, I I will go to sleep after WrestleMania on well both Saturday and Sunday, but I'll certainly go to sleep after it on Sunday. I am off work on Monday. I did finally book it off, but um, I'll probably watch it when I wake up. These broken school sessions. And yeah, I've got fair. a doctor's appointment at eight forty, so I might as well just stay up. Um, Right, so no women's battle royal this year, or certainly not the time recorded, unless they suddenly throw one in on a pre-show on the second night um, and announce it, you know, Friday or Saturday. So we'll go off the fact that there isn't. But yeah, they're having the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal taking place on SmackDown on Friday night. 
guys, there's some when I say there's some really strange names in there, I mean obviously it's just the people that aren't being used in it's the uh, top of you know, it, it is, with with the exception of maybe a couple of people, but I it's depressing. I mean, some of the names are just strange because you haven't seen them for so long. So let's go yeah. from the top. So we've got um we've got Tazawa, he's turning up, of course he would do. <laughs> Angel Garza, when was the last time he had a match? Um, main event three weeks ago. There we go. Cedric Alexander, fair enough. At least he's been on TV each week. We won't get into the fact that this um, Hurt Business has broken up because that's stupid. But, um, yeah, he's in it. Drew Gulak, yeah. Elias, yeah, expected him to be in. Eric, now I actually asked you, Dan, didn't I? When, <laughs> who's Eric? Eric Rowan. And you went, yeah, it's in the Viking Raiders. And I was like, oh, yeah. And then thinking back, when did they last have a match? So right. with them, their issue is Ivar is in, was injured, serious injury. Um, Eric had a neck surgery and he's just had a kid. That's why they, we haven't seen him in so long. So why use them in this? Why not just keep them off TV completely like they have been doing until both of them can come back together? That's just my... I mean, they're obviously desperate to, you know, make the numbers up. They did, they did the same with FTR when... Um... The bald one with the moustache was injured. I, I forget their names in WWE now, but the other one was uh, wrestling on main event and he wasn't really being used Dax. in storylines. Dax, that's him. And they were using the Andre on his own as well. So I think they think, well, you're in catering. You might as well go to the ring and make the numbers up. They're not, they, I think they could throw in a red herring. I mean, they could repackage them. It is a perfect opportunity to repackage someone. I know that they've been working on Angel Cassidy. Yeah, yeah, Tucker. Tucker needs to be repackaged well, all night. Right. Tucker night could come back. There we go. I mean, he's he's listed last on it, but we might as well just go to him next. I mean, Christ, he had that awful, no need for it heel turn on Otis all the way back a month or two after Money in the Bank. Yeah. Um, hasn't been seen on TV. I mean, he mustn't have been seen on TV since August. I want to say something like that. Well, the yeah. last I think the in, last thing we saw him April. Do was get attacked by Otis in the back after the heel turn. Nothing was yeah. followed up on the next like normal show. Of course it wasn't. I think I saw him chasing the 24-7 title about two months ago. Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, that's that's what he's doing these days. He'll be eliminated first. That's my <laughs> prediction. Um, he's winning it all. <laughs> <laughs> well, if Kim Mojo Rowley can win it, why not? Um, right. Grand Metalik, he's in it. Yep. Um, Herberto Carrillo, he's in it. Jackson Riker. Uh, Jay Uso, Jay Uso gets a special spot in it. Um, I assume he'll turn up at some point in the main event at WrestleMania, but he's certainly in the um, he's certainly in the Battle Royal. Kalisto, King Corbin, former winner there, defending his crown. Lince Dorado, Mace. I'm assuming Mace is a member of what was Retribution. That's yeah. Him, yeah. Um, yeah, Murphy, Paul Murphy, but he's there. Mustafa Ali, he's going to be in there with members of Retribution. Will it be interesting? Absolutely not, because I'll probably do nothing with it. Since... He'll be the first eliminated. What, Mustafa Ali? By a former yeah, member of Retribution? Yeah, all of Retribution would just pick him up and throw <laughs> him over. Right, that's your prediction. I'm, I'm, I'm including that officially on the predictions. Um, Ricochet, yeah, he's dead and buried these days, isn't he? Shelton Benjamin, poor Shelton, just like Cedric Alexander. Um, Slapjack, <laughs> T-Bar, 
Yeah, exactly. And then the what? one that depresses me the most, and this this actually upsets me because it was only a couple of years ago he was fighting for the world championship. Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke Nakamura is in the job of Battle Royal and not even appearing at Mania. Yeah. I, that it upsets me that one, Bradley. It upsets me. Life comes at you fast. Well, it does. I'm over thirty now. Everything's sagging. As they say in the movie Cars by Rascal Flatts, life is a highway. Life is a highway. To I can't believe you've made reference to such an awful, <laughs> awful film. <laughs> yeah. um, right, go on then. Again, not part of the predictions by any stretch of the imagination, but what? who's winning it? Nobody cares. If Shinsuke sure, doesn't win it. that, then, you know, something's wrong. He won't. He won't. <laughs> I'm he gonna will. go with I'm gonna go with Angel Gaza. I'm gonna go with repackaged Dominic Dijakovic back to his old <laughs> self. Fair enough. I what, will... Novak Djokovic, the tennis player. <laughs> <laughs> Joey, you still there? You got him. Um, I'm gonna He's go Jesu. Yes, good. Right, I'm going with Jesu as well. That's who I had. So again, not part of our official predictions, but um, yeah, there's. Of course, because it's not on um, Mania, there's no official betting odds for the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Um, I've got them in front of me. Interestingly enough, they've got the... You know, I'm, um... I'm predicting Tucker, by the way. Cheers, Taryn. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, they've, um, they've got the winners of the men's and women's Royal Rumble odds up already on Odds Checker um, for this January, <laughs> weirdly enough. So, uh, yeah. The that's Punk on there? Uh, no, the favourite is Charlotte Flair for the women's, and the favourite for the men's is Brock Lesnar. <laughs> so, standard. Yeah, exactly. Right, guys. I we mean, have... they, always, they always have CM Punk on there to, like, will he enter? Then they always have random people like Conor McGregor. And, and Grant Holt was on this year. Well, yeah, of course he was. <laughs> the Queen. The Queen was on there. She had as good odds as Piers Morgan. <laughs> um, right. Yesterday, at the time of recording, we had both the 2020 and 2021 Hall of Fame ceremonies. Now, I know a couple of us have watched both. A couple of us have only watched 2020. Uh, general consensus around the room. And I mean, one of us got bored. Think... And one of did. us didn't even have to watch it because Taron just spoiled everything that happened anyways. In the chat, going, oh, this happened, this happened, this happened. I was like, cheers, it, mate. Don't need to watch it's it hardly now. a spoiler when you already know he was going into it. <laughs> I didn't even know he was getting that award. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, no, I'll, I'll, all. Yeah. I'll, I'll kick things off just by saying, whilst I thought it was better in the sense that speeches didn't go on for hours and hours and hours, the speeches themselves were awful bar maybe one or two um because you could see they were reading their own speeches off the auto cue but because they weren't doing it naturally with the piece of paper in front of them and because they didn't have an audience to feed off or, or to talk to it was like they were reading a scripted promo and it was so off-putting PowerPoint. And, yeah and it was just so difficult to watch like you you know that the worst ones, and, and I'm not saying this just because it's them, but the worst ones for doing their induction speech was the Bella Twins, because they were really, really, they, they thrown a couple of jokes in there where they were trying to bounce off each other, and it just didn't work. It was just awful. It just looked so scripted. And then the actual, their actual speech, which I'm sure would have been great if there was an audience there, uh, you know, with a bit of crowd interaction, it was just like, 
they were just doing a promo backstage and it was like, you know, come on guys, you're being inducted into the Hall of Fame. It just didn't feel natural. And don't get... heart, guys, come on. Well, <laughs> don't don't even get me started on the, the crowd you noises. You look, but you don't touch. <laughs> the crowd noises, the oh. the chanting of the virtual crowd, the oh the 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 laughter track that they thrown in there at points that weren't funny or that were delayed or the or when the crowd started laughing before the joke had even finished it was it was painful to watch so as much as I enjoyed a, a decent handful of the inductees that went in yeah it, it was difficult to watch Jamie you said you watched both as well yeah I think the only problem with it obviously um because you can tell obviously it's not live. Like I said, they could have just went, cut, can I retake it? And obviously, it's tried to read it over again and again. Um, so that was... But I think the worst thing for me, obviously, I didn't have it on full. So I wasn't, like, proper focused on it because I had other stuff to do. Work, <laughs> cough. Uh, but, <laughs> but the main thing for me that I hated was the backstage bits. They were the yes. cringiest parts. Yeah. I hated them. Like when they just talk about say so, oh, you're glad that you're here. Who you're looking forward to speaking? And the whole thing with like just obviously, I can assume that they are characters playing characters in a wrestling show, but still, like people like say MJF never breaks character in anything that he does. But they're here going like Rhea Ripley. Didn't she just recently turn heel? Yeah, yeah, as, yeah. In, like, as oh, in the so, night before. So happy to see the Bella Twins. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you're a real wrestler why are you happy to see the bella twins and they had cool. um was it bobby lashley and mvp backstage and kevin patrick said oh are you happy to see the nwo going in the hall of fame he's like i'm only here to talk about other three letters like wwe mvp h business or hurt business or whatever it stands for with that and THB. They went, oh, thb that's it and then they went oh well, another one is JBL. And then they go, oh, yeah, we'll talk about JBL. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, and the yeah. fact that it was all pre-recorded anyway, so they had time to, you know, redo bits. When Sasha Banks called Molly, Holly, Holly, Molly, and they kept that in. <laughs> I just, oh, dear Holy God. Molly. But if we um, we have a, a quick rundown just of what happened. Also, so, sorry, Taryn. Go, no, go on, Brad. We have found out where Seth Rollins gets his wicked suits from. Boo-hoo, man. <laughs> I, I, loads of people say how great that suit looked. I thought it looked awful. <laughs> I literally, I was looking that purple one Joe sent into the group, didn't he? The purple one um, came up on my Facebook timeline, and then next to it was the flame suit. So, and yes. then I saw, obviously he was in it yesterday. And I was like, ah. well, I bought we... one. <laughs> I bought so... a bad bunny one. <laughs> We had both the 2020 and 2021 um, ceremonies, obviously, uh, straight after each other. Only person who didn't go in this year, we've already discussed this, was Batista. He's been removed, ready to go in probably next year or the year before, when a, a full crowd can enjoy it, basically. Um, but we started off the 2020 show with um, JBL. Um, yeah, de decent enough speech. I mean, he does deserve to go in there. He's the longest reigning WWE champion in SmackDown history, uh, certainly the modern era. Um, this was the and worst for, of and the... For anybody backstage who I may have offended, I would like to apologise for the one, you snowflakes! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all that bullying culture <laughs> gets you really far, doesn't it, JBL? Um, this was the worst use of the crowd interaction all night because... He, he told a joke that wasn't funny and the crowd pissed themselves and then started trying to JBL, JBL, and it was just like, yeah, no no chance. Um, 
British Bulldog went in, finally. I know his wife has been trying for years to get him into the Hall of Fame. I know a few years back I signed the petition and whatnot to, to get him in. Really deserved, rightly so. And um, his, his wife and his daughter were there. They they were there more for moral support. They didn't say anything. It was his son, David Art Smith, that um, said the speech. And, it, you know, it was, it was really nice. And Christ, he looks like his dad. How scared were you though? Like, I definitely thought at one point our dogs were going to take a shit on that stand. <laughs> <laughs> I thought exactly the same. What was the dog's that... name though? What was the dog's name? It's not the quiz. Was it not Buffy? Is it? It's Bully or Buffy? It's one Buffy. Of them. Buffy, wasn't it? Or Tilly? Yeah. Or Buffy? Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, was Buffy. it was definitely B U and then the same letter and then Y. So it's either Bully or Buffy. Yeah, Buffy. no, it was it was um, Buffy. Oh, that Buffy. Oh, Buffy. You get oh, Buffy, Buffy the Bulldog. Just quickly, while, before when we were on What's about JBL, <laughs> was anyone else confused by Jerry the King Lawler's joke when he goes, if there was a fight, a bar fight between Godzilla and King Kong, JBL would win? I'm like... I think it was a attempt at trying to throw in a, a piece of current pop culture by using Godzilla and King Kong, and it was out. yeah, and it was a failed attempt because it made no sense. Yeah, well, we all know it's like, we all know mm. it's going to be Daniel Bryan because he's in the triple threat. <laughs> There's so many memes going on at the minute. Inserting Daniel Bryan into certain things, whether it be matches or films or or anything. <laughs> Let's see how that fares for him on Sunday night, shall we? Or Saturday? I can't remember what night it's supposed to be on. <laughs> Juice and Thunder Liger went in. I timed this. It was about 22 seconds, his um, induction speech. Um, yeah, obviously he wasn't there because of COVID. Um, I, I'm really happy to actually see himself in. I've watched so many WCW matches with himself um, over the years. So it was great that he went in. But yeah, the, his speech, it was very, very poorly managed. The fact that it was seconds long. But hey... He's in the Hall of Fame. He's got his ring. That's all that matters for him. And he also um, broke the fourth wall again for mentioning New Japan. They do, though, don't they? they? They do. As long as it's not, well, like I say, as long as it's not AEW, we will soon see on Sunday whether Jericho does. But I, they, they do tend to mention IWGP and New Japan and, and whatnot a few times anyhow. So I think they've got quite a good relationship with themselves. Um, yeah, w- William Shatner went in. I, yeah. This is like, why? Why did they show William Shatner like um, singing like all the theme? That's songs, the best. But... That's the best thing that William Shatner's <laughs> ever done. I'm just a sexy boy. <laughs> Do you not remember that on Raw, Joe? Yeah, I just I remembered it. I just don't know. I don't know why they showed it again. That's, that's his best moment. Yeah. yeah, he had I mean, that bit on King's Court and that. Yeah, obviously, at the King's Court bit, he narrated Breaking Ground, the network series, and he was a guest host on Raw back in 2010. So at least he has made a few appearances. So, you know, whilst he he still should be in the Hall of Fame, um, at least he's made a few appearances and contributed a bit more than others. But uh, yeah, in in speaking the words of the theme, is probably his most famous thing that he's done, certainly the funniest anyway. Ah, uh, fair enough. 
Bella Twins, they went in. We've we've already established that. Um, they, they said how they helped revolutionise the Diva division um, into the women's division. Did they? I don't know. They gave um, loads of shout-outs to all the weird, like, old tag teams that everybody forgot, like PCB. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember PCB? Where, where was Paige, H- Charlotte and Becky? Where was Where's H- HLA? HLA, yeah. Where's HLA? <laughs> Weren't they the submission sorority originally, though, and they had to change it because that's a poor name? Yes, <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. Oh, right. Um, NWO, of course. I th- we've already said it's slightly strange that Sean Waltman, known as Six, went in. It should probably have just been the three of them, Nash Hall and, and Hogan, because if you're going to put Six in, if you're going to put Sean Waltman in, there's another 20 people that you could have put in. I mean, I'm sure he's effectively just gone in because... Like, surely Bischoff should have gone in twice, one with the NWO and then well, by himself. Yeah, I suppose so. You know, certainly Eric Bischoff had more of an impact as a member of the NWO than Six did. I'm sure he's just in there because he's one of Triple H's main buddies. And there you go, I have two rings. He's a two-time champion. He's a two-time Hall of Fame now, isn't he, with DX and NWO? There's people in there that haven't even made it into the Hall of Fame yet, and he's in there. Um, but somebody who did go in, Warrior Award recipient Titus O'Neil, and I, I think this is thoroughly deserved, and I thought his speech was was really good. It was really to the point, very, very heartwarming as well. He's done so much for his local community, for charities. You know, he's the global ambassador for the WWE, and it just goes to show how much of a good job he does. And, you know, you know, with the greatest of respects to Titus O'Neil, he's never going to make it into the Hall of Fame based on his wrestling career as, you know, a, a, a separate entry. So by getting him in with the warrior award and absolutely something that you know he's entitled to i thought was brilliant what if he enters himself into the andre the giant memorial battle royale and wins it he's just gonna slide in isn't he <laughs> <laughs> just will slide. That, as a wrestlemania host i will be in the battle royale yeah and then doesn't win it and then they're like right what was the point of that <laughs> and hogan just How makes a meter not very good comment about his No, Hogan said he's going to defend the WCW NWO title after the main event of WrestleMania, he said in the Hall of Fame. And then he was like, oh, I'm joking, I'm joking, I won't really. He's like, yeah. Because we're, we're at SummerSlam, brother. <laughs> at SummerFest. Jack. SummerFest. Um, yeah, something that was quite harrowing, Titus O'Neil, he, he said that he would his mother was the victim well the victim of a sexual assault effectively rape and that she fell pregnant with him at the age of 12 um and that's how he was born so he's had a rough rough upbringing you know i think he went through a few children's homes and um and things like that and you know his life certainly could have gone one way but it went the other way and he's doing things for the better and yeah nice nice speech and uh, as i say thoroughly thoroughly deserved well deserved, so, yeah. Do you think he's gonna get like a um like a charitable like title just because of it? Um like Jack and be like, okay, you're gonna have it in the continental title run or something or a world title run. You're only gonna have it for like two months, but you know Well he was as the first a, ever, as a thank you, he, he was the first ever twenty four seven champion. That holds more prestige than the Intercontinental Championship these days. <laughs> yeah, because of Bad Bunny. 
I mean, he's been 24-7 champion. He's been WWE Tag Team Champion. And he, I, I don't think they'll give him another title. I think the fact he's won the Warrior Award is enough. I mean, let's be honest, he doesn't wrestle much now. These days, he really is just used as an ambassador. And I think once the world starts opening up again after COVID, he'll be back out and about in the different countries, you know, selling selling the brand and whatnot. So I think that's just how they want to use him going forward. And I think he's fairly happy doing that. Selling. Who wants some watches opening his coat? What do you want? We did have a legacy wing as well this year. Ray Stevens, Brickhouse Brown, um, Baron Michelle Leone, Gary Hart, and Dr. Death Steve Williams. That came out of nowhere. Why he hasn't gone in separately, I don't know. You were saying this earlier, weren't you, Dan? Uh, we spoke yeah. about you know like Lord Alfred Hayes uh, three or four years back went in as part of the legacy induction. And I think Luna Vachon did as well, didn't she? And we're just like, these people should effectively have been inducted separately. Um, I, I, I don't, I understand them wanting to have a section for wrestlers that were, you know, not necessarily part of the WWE, but they wanted to recognize them in some way, just, just being part of the world of wrestling. So they kind of put within their own wing. That's great. But Steve Williams was part of the WWE. Alfred Hayes was, Luna Vachon was. I mean, if you've got people in there like a jeweler, the butcher, he's got his own separate set. You know, he has an individual induction into the Hall of Fame, the WWE Hall of Fame. Never wrestled a match in the WWE in his life, but he didn't go in in the Legacy Wing. Stan Hansen as well. Stan Hansen, exactly. Stan, oh, Stan Hansen was brilliant. You go back and watch some of the old Stan Hansen matches on the network. He's so so hard hitting. He like. He, you know, be brilliant. He was definitely ahead of his time. Certainly, strong style, American strong style from back then. Um, and just when you thought it was all over, just when you thought I've made it through another Hall of Fame ceremony, I mean, it was only an hour and a half. There was another hour and a half to get through with um, <laughs> with the 2021 class, this year's class, with um, different hosts. With different hosts, we had Lawler in the first one, and we had was it Kayla Braxton and what's his chops, Corey Graves. Corey, Corey Graves, yeah. Mr. Carmella. He looked like he didn't <laughs> want to be there. She was all right. He didn't look too bothered. Um, but yeah, we Molly Holly. Let's start with Molly Holly. We Holly, had, Molly. Uh, Holly Molly. Holly Molly is Sasha, Sasha Banks' biggest inspiration, Holly Molly. Molly um, Holly. Two-time women's champion and a, and a hardcore champion, Mighty Molly. Um, she... She doesn't seem to age. I mean, she looks slightly older only because of her, her hair shorter. But, you know, she was only at, at the uh, last couple of rumbles, wasn't she? she? She can still go. And I've just heard she's a genuinely nice person anyway, regardless, you know, of how yeah. talented she is. And, you know, she was a decent wrestler for back in the time when women weren't necessarily decent wrestlers. Lama she was one of, Yeah, she was one of the exceptions to the rules. And don't know about anyone else, but I'm quite happy to see her going. Yeah, well, um, I don't know if you guys have seen the Icons Beth Phoenix. So this is a slight segue, but there's a part of the Icons part where she goes to OVW, but she's not an actual signed uh, women's wrestler. She's just gone down there and paid a tuition fee. But when she got down there, she found out that somebody had paid the, the majority of her fee and she didn't know who it was. She met Beth, uh, she met Molly Holly at a uh, fan access when everybody else was watching The Rock's promo. She stayed and had an autograph and gave her tape on VHS to her. And her and one of the producers watched it then and said, you can go to OVW. But Molly Holly actually paid the majority. She actually paid forward and paid for a um, developmental contract. And that's how and that's how she actually got to start with it. That's brilliant. And again, that's just because she's the type of person that she is. Reminds me of nice stories like um, 
CM Punk and what's his chops? Joey Mercury. I don't know if you've ever heard the story when Joey Mercury's house burnt. I think he had a house fire and his house burnt down. I think his dog, dog unfortunately, might have died as well. And then effectively, he was homeless. CM Punk bought him a new house. Just bought him a new house because he's one of his best friends. You know, I mean, I, I love you all, guys. You know, I really do. And Jamie, I've known you for most of my life. But if your house burned down, I'm sorry. But you, you, you can sleep in my back garden. But that's that's about it. i got nothing else to give you. <laughs> nothing that's what, it's not like when Jason was homeless. I let him stay in my lounge. But, you know, yeah, for fine. like a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, Molly Holly went in. Um, guys, Rob Van Dam. What of a kind. I loved his little video, like before talking. Obviously, like yeah, Paul Heyman on there, and obviously looking back at the um, the one night stand for ECW and the impact that he's had on wrestling, you get to see like his background into like his special style, shall we call it? I don't know what you want to call it, but you know, he said there's um, no greater high than being on the top rope and hitting the five star frog splash, <laughs> and I should and know I about highs. <laughs> Do you reckon he was forced to put that in? Um, no, because I don't <laughs> think it would be something that Vince would necessarily allow. He probably allowed because he didn't get the reference. I was slightly surprised more than anything that it was in, that it was kept in. Yeah. But no, like, I love RVD. He's one of the, the best high flyers that has been in wrestling, not just WWE, WCW. Like, I know obviously he's not technically a, la- a light heavyweight or cruiserweight, but he feels like that, but he's got that heavyweight background yeah. behind him as well, which is kind of like what the newer wrestlers are, like most of the people that are in NXT. Like, if he was around now, just starting out, he'd probably be world champion. I mean, he was one of the first, um, you know, hybrid athletes. You know, he had the kickboxing mm. and wrestling. And, you know, you look at all the modern-day wrestlers, you know, like Kyle O'Reilly and, like, people like um, Damien Priest, they have, you know, a bit of MMA, a bit of wrestling, a bit of kickboxing. I think he was, like, one of the first ones along with Steve Brackman to, like, bring the realism of, like, their background into wrestling. Yeah. He kind of really, in a way, was... I mean, they say he's one of a kind. He was kind of the last kind of his kind, or, or rather, not of his kind, but the last distinctive wrestler i mean you look at wrestlers these days there's nobody really that stands out with their own distinctive styling you go wow that person is completely different to anybody else on the roster he was really one of the last to be like that you know which i'm talking obviously he had his ecw career he had a short scene in wcw before that but i mean certainly when he came over to the wwe in 2001 as part of the invasion angle and then you know hit the mainstream side of things i mean that was no, that was 20 years ago. And we're talking 20 years ago was probably the last time there was such a distinctive wrestler to the point where you thought, okay, maybe Rey Mysterio a year or so later. But, you know, between himself and Rey Mysterio, the, the last couple of ones that were, you know, really quite distinctive. I don't know if anyone else could think of any other examples, but, you know, I'm quite sure that's the case. The great Carly. AJ, AJ Styles. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean... We might as well move on to the great Carly. He had a, <laughs> he, he he had a very distinctive there. style. Nobody else used a chop. He said, he said, in his, um, he said in this video. I don't know why I'm here. I don't, I, 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 yeah, I don't know why I can't come over. Yeah, probably because of COVID. That's why. He doesn't know. He, he might be a COVID denier. Um, no, he's, been, he's been too busy in his Playboy mansion. <laughs> he, 
he seemed really happy to be fair he he, he honestly seemed quite um you know genuine and quite heartfelt and really happy that he was you know inducted um made me actually kind of think you know well, why are you being inducted to actually be quite happy that he was because he you know he wasn't just there to collect his paycheck type thing or just whatever he honestly you know seemed quite honored to have gone in you could re- really see that and then Runjod Singh was there afterwards but but Runjod Singh wasn't in the video, the pre-taped video, an idiot. He was actually backstage at the Hall of Fame, sorry, and he he said something like, "Oh, the great Carly says I'm in the Hall of Fame," <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like, "Oh, it's such an honour for him to go in," and then the cameras just kind of went off, and you didn't see Rudyard sing the whole time. So they brought him in for that thirty seconds promo backstage. Worth it. The great Carly says, I'm in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> um, we had, yeah, let, let's just get this one out of the way. Ozzy Osbourne, celebrity. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, I mean, uh, WrestleMania 2, appearance at WrestleMania 2. And I think he performed on SmackDown back in 2007. I can't wait was, for Limp Biscuit next year. Well, have he was been... a guest host of Raw in 2009, <laughs> yeah. but that's it. But, you know, why, why is Ozzy Osbourne gone in and not Motorhead? Surely Limp Biscuit have gone in. Yeah, well, even Limp Bizkit, you know, they've had their performance. He was a playable character on SmackDown, Know Your Role, or Here Comes the Pain. No, was which one was it? Shut Fred Your Mouth, Durst. I think it was. Yeah, Fred Durst. It was like a playable character on Shut Your Mouth. We used to go backstage, he was just there with his red cap, just going, are hey, you all right? That would make at least a bit more sense. I mean, to me, it, why Ozzy Osbourne's not going to, like I said, Motorhead hasn't, you know, for Motorhead's influence on, you know, Triple H, you know. They've done about three or four different themes overall. You know, they've performed back at WrestleMania 18, I want to say. Um, I think it was. Was it WrestleMania 18 they performed? WrestleMania yeah. 17. Was it 17? 17, yeah. Do this is guaranteeing for me? Yeah. guaranteeing that Bad Bunny will be in there one day. Oh, he, will, he will. This is the problem. But yeah, my worry is... Yeah, but my worry is he won't go in in the celebrity wing. He'll go in as part of the main roster. <laughs> That's what we're going to have um, Maria Menudos and we're going to have Snooky in there as well. Snooky, why hasn't she gone in? Why hasn't she gone in? <laughs> she, she, she has, what, she undefeated at WrestleMania. Probably in Saint Paul Pete Gas, get him in. Um, right, Legacy Wing, Paul Boesh, Ethel Johnson, Bill Sawyer. Pistol Pez Watley and Dick the Bruiser. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Happy days. Dick the Bruiser, again, another one that was a bit more of a name that I'm surprised hasn't gone in separately, but so be it. Um, and then the Warrior Award as well. Uh, Rich Herring, now this one took a few people by surprise because, I mean, this effectively was what the Ultimate Warrior was saying when he got inducted that he wanted the Warrior Award to be. He wanted to, it to be more for the unsung heroes of the company, the people that work backstage that don't necessarily get the recognition, you know, the costume makers, the production crew, the bookers, that type of thing. I mean, he is he's the Senior Vice President of Government Relations and Risk Management. He has worked for the WWE for more than 50 years, and he has been instrumental in helping Vince McMahon expand the company from regional wrestling to be you know a worldwide promotion and federation um so you know i think you know that plays a, obviously that plays a massive part as to why himself received it but for anyone who hasn't seen it he was good friends anyhow with the warrior family there were some messages from dana warrior and from ultimate warrior and dana warrior's children um as well i think they called him like uncle rich as well so um mm-hmm. they they know him quite well so he's had a he's had a you know 
a big impact on how the company's formed over the last, well, 50 years. So fair fair play to him. It seemed as if it was a, a worthwhile um, induction for him as part of the Warrior Award. Uh, two, two final inductees. He's back. Eric Bishop. And he said it. He said it. He said, uh, what did he say? He said, don't worry, guys. He said, I'm not going to go on, he said, for hours like most people do with these speeches. He said, I'm only probably going to go on for about three minutes. And then he went, wait a minute. Did I just hear myself say three minutes? That was it for me. I marked out. That was enough. I could have turned off. Yes! Bradley shaking his head because he doesn't know what that's in reference to. I think we discussed it the other day. Is this the I think we discussed we it last week, yeah. The, uh, yeah, the, the three-minute warning. You need to go back and watch it. It's uh, it's brilliant. But, um, yeah, I, I again, another one who actually genuinely seemed really... I think he seemed quite surprised that he was going in, but genuinely really happy to be going in as well. And so he should do. And also pioneer in the 90s you know imagine if there was no eric bischoff there'd be no monday night war some and that wouldn't be for the better believe me you know we needed that in the 90s yes there was an ultimate winner but you know 83 weeks was it 83 83 weeks and you know a lot of that most of it's got to do with you know eric bischoff and um i mean compared to some of the people that are in the WWE Hall of Fame anyway. Eric Bischoff deserves it just for his WWE one anyway. I know he was only an on-screen personality as the Raw GM, but he's if everybody talks about who was the greatest GM of all time, it's Eric Bischoff and then it Teddy is, Long yeah. probably second. And then Vicky, but you know. Where's Vicky? Vicky should be in there soon. AEW, that's why. So Bischoff. Bischoff's made about three or four appearances on AEW. Two! Did you not take part in a quiz the other week? Um... But yeah, no, really, um, really happy team going. And then the headline for the 2021 um, ceremony. It's it was gotta it be was no longer the Hall of Fame. It, it was, was finally the, the Hall of Flames. The Hall of Flames. And it's gotta be Kane. And I was stoked. And he genuinely was so happy to be going in as well. You know, you know. WWE champion, world heavyweight champion, ECW champion, multiple intercontinental champion, hardcore champion. He's even been the 24-7 champion. It's Glenn Jacobs himself. You know, tag team titles, WCW titles, money in the bank. Um, Was he a Grand Slam? No, because he's never been US champion. So do you have to be US to be a Grand Slam champion? I don't know. Yeah, no, he's never, never the US champion. But he, he, he didn't need it. He didn't need it. Um, but he, you know, we told some nice, um, made some nice anecdotes, of course, towards the Undertaker and Paul Bearer towards the end, and he effectively announced his um, retirement at the end of the ceremony. As well, he, he, he effectively said, you know, this is me calling calling time on on kane and you know as glenn jacobs i say thank you and and as kane i do this and he threw his arms in the air threw them down and the pyro went up and um that was it so i mean like i say he's effectively that massive payday for super showdown in australia He had his Rumble appearance this year, didn't he? I, I'm sure he is retired as a full-time competitor. I mean, he has been in class few years anyway. I don't expect to see him come back for, you know, uh, 
a, a run even one more run but I, i'd be surprised if we didn't see him in another rumble again or on a special rural smackdown they should come out could, and choke slum, slam someone could you just imagine like being a resident of knox county and be like our mayor <laughs> is off at some wwe show wrestling some leprechaun <laughs> choking someone i mean he did say make him uh, fire I mean, what, what's what's more important for him? The fact that he's in the Hall of Fame or that he's mayor. He did say that being inducted into the Hall of Fame um, last night was his um, biggest accomplishment in wrestling, regardless of all the titles that he's won. That's the biggest thing and the thing he's most proud of as well. So um, he had his mask on in a, in a glass box on the table. His newer mask, though, not his older one. I'd have loved to have seen him wrestle one more time in his old costume. Um, you know, his old original one that that would have been brilliant. I mean, he can't fit in it anymore, he'd have to have a new one fitted, obviously. But, um, no, I'd have, I'd have loved to have seen that. So, yeah, that was your, your, your double class hall of fame this year. Happy with most of the inductees, a couple of them are questionable. Didn't like the virtual crowd as much as it annoys me that it goes on for hours and hours and hours, and the crowd pisses me off sometimes. We need that interaction. What what I am slightly disappointed with is, like I say, some of the speeches went on for 10. I mean, mostly the main ones were around 10 minutes. Some of them went on for seconds, literally less than a minute. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne's was about 12 seconds. Hi, hey guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> you think Justin Thunderliger was, was bad at just over 20 seconds. His was less. I'm not even joking. Um, but I just find it interesting that they didn't upload say like a full unedited version over to the network because then you can watch that in your own time to your heart might content. do you never know after wrestlemania with know. the way well the way that they're going at the minute the way they're cutting things on the network because of peacock and whatnot it wouldn't surprise me i was watching wrestlemania 2000 today i was and if you watch wrestlemania 2000 the first match is d'lo brown and the godfather versus bull buchanan and the big boss man and i always like the beginning of wrestlemania 2000 because i can't remember the name of the rapper but they come out with a rapper at the beginning to bull buchanan and godfather singing pimping ain't pimping ain't easy man and They've cut it out. WrestleMania starts with a promo, and then it just starts with them already in the ring, ready for Big Boss Man to come out. All because they're singing "Pimpin' Ain't Pimpin' Ain't Easy, Man." So it's already started. <laughs> because pimping is hard nowadays. God damn, well, it ain't so easy. Late. It ain't easy. <laughs> that was established all the way back then. Hence the song. <laughs> oh dear me! But um, no, that's that's a conversation for another day. All these cuts, I'm sure we, I'm sure we briefed on it last week. We did. <laughs> Um, but yes, that was your Hall of Fame. Right. So, believe it or not, we do have WrestleMania coming up this week. Um, yeah, please. But before we, we dive into our predictions, I just want very, very curious, very much in the same um, way that we did for the Royal Rumble, I believe, at the beginning of the year. I just was curious about anybody's favourite WrestleMania matches or indeed their favourite WrestleMania events overall. If you want to, well, I mean, I suppose we can merge this together. We'll start with Dan. Dan, your favourite WrestleManias and any uh, particular matches that are your favourites of all time? Yeah, I mean, for match-wise, um, nothing's really going to beat The Rock versus Hogan. Um, I remember I was just getting back into wrestling when I was in school. I think it was in year seven or year eight. I recorded it on VHS tape. And then I took it into, you know, they were doing the register and things, and I put it on the little uh, the little TV that had the 
um, cassette player in with it, and we all watch Rock Hogan. Um, like everybody, and you know, it's the coolest person ever because I brought in the wrestling for everyone to watch. But it's one of those matches that you watch back and back and back, and it actually ruined the main event, which was Triple H versus um, Chris Jericho. Like, Jericho it, killed, yeah. it killed the crowd because it was that electric. It just it had everything, you know. It brought the old generation against the new Attitude Era generation. So that would probably be my favorite match of all time. Um, in terms of favorite WrestleMania, a um, bit of an odd one, but I'd say WrestleMania 22 would probably be my favorite WrestleMania. You know, you had um, Edge versus Foley in that epic hardcore match, which they've got a special on Great um, at the moment. Yeah, they've got Mark. I need Henry. to watch that. Have you watched that? Have you watched yeah, watched it. Really, really good watch. They describe everything. They say how it happened, why it needed to happen, and a really good watch. It breaks down the match as well. Lita's involvement, definitely worth a watch if you've got a few minutes. So that's 44 minutes as well, because I was looking at yeah. it today as well. Oh, so that's decent. That. And they've got Mark Henry versus Undertaker in a casket match. Shane McMahon, uh, sorry, uh, Mr. McMahon versus HBK um, in an unsanctioned match or a normal match. Um, Rey Mysterio winning the world title in that triple threat. Uh, Cena and Triple H with CM Punk making a cameo on the entrance dressed as a bank robber or a, a gangster. gangster. Yeah, yeah. And the crowd, because it was a Chicago crowd as well, the crowd were just electric the entire way through the show. So 22 is a really good benchmark for a, a proper, like, Ruthless aggression, WrestleMania. Smashing, Brad. So I, I've already given you a, a little hint, guys. I'm going to make you feel older by saying the first re- WrestleMania that I truly remember is WrestleMania 23, um, the one with we had obviously you had the Battle of the Billionaires. Uh, Battle of the Billionaires. <laughs> Donald Trump just jumping on top of him, going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he, t- he, took the- he took the stutter. People forget that. He actually took the stutter. Fair play to him. Um, and you had, obviously, you had the Money in the Bank one where Jeff Hardy almost kills Edge. Um, but my yeah, favourite a- WrestleMania ever was WrestleMania 35, was a recent one. Um, the reason being is I went into that one thinking there's no way they're going to give all of our favourites the titles. So obviously, you had Rollins challenging Lesnar. Yeah, Kofi challenging Brian. But what if had... Lesnar was my favourite and Brian was my favourite as well? Got him. Um, and then you had <laughs> Becky Lynch in the, in the triple threat, and obviously all three of them won the title. The there, my so... favourite! I don't care. <laughs> but yeah, I, I go with that one because I just thought, especially with the whole Kofi Kingston moment, they're like, they're finally reaching it. And finally Kofi Mania. It. Exactly. Kofi Mania, baby. So yeah, that's my one. Smash it. Just, um, I'll I'll go on to mine next, uh, but um, Jeff Hardy, what's he doing? Hardy, Hardy. Don't know. He's not even no. in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. He's not injured, is he? Maybe they're like re- repackaging him as like an artist or God. something. Willow from TNA. He's <laughs> <laughs> probably chilling with RVD, you know, drugs. Him, <laughs> Riddle, him and Riddle. Right, um, bro. <laughs> My um, favourite WrestleMania is WrestleMania 3. That's got to be there. Um, yeah, WrestleMania 18. Um, WrestleMania 18! <laughs> it's purely for that moment. Uh, no, it's not. Um, WrestleMania 21 um, is definitely going to be up there because of the Money in the Bank match. And the, he's he's naming all these WrestleManias, but his favourite match isn't in any of them. You don't know what my favourite match is. I know what your favourite match is. I'm going um, to write it down. 
wrestle oh, go right there, write it down. WrestleMania thirty, um but my favourite WrestleMania and very boring, I'm sure it's most people's favourite WrestleMania is WrestleMania seventeen. It is the greatest WrestleMania of all time. Uh, every single match on WrestleMania seventeen is brilliant. Even the gimmick battle royal for its own place is just on there. It's just a bit of fun, just a bit of nostalgia. But yeah, three, seventeen, eighteen, twenty-one and thirty. Um my favourite manias. Favourite matches. Um, I was zero. <laughs> oh my good God. <laughs> Favourite matches. I've already said Gimmick Battle Royal just for the nostalgic reasons on there. Shane versus Vince from WrestleMania 17 as well is actually quite underrated as well. Um, Rock Hogan, Danny have already mentioned that. The match itself isn't even that good. It's just the crowd make that match. That's why it's, it's brilliant. Like, they, 10 minutes to do them just looking between the crowd. You, you can, can do it. You can tell how The Rock obviously was going in that as babyface and Hogan was his heel. And within about 30 seconds of the match starting, they knew that on the fly, they had to flip their roles and have Rock as heel and Hogan as face just because of the way the crowd were going. And they just did that naturally because that's how good both of them are. And so, of course, the actual wrestling, you know, wasn't great. But the crowd interaction and the way that they played the crowd and the way that they flipped their roles in that were, br- were brilliant. And that's why it deserves to be on the list. Um Daniel Bryan, Randy Orton, Batista from WrestleMania 30, obviously. Money in the Bank from WrestleMania 21. Edge versus Foley, we've said. Both Michael's Taker matches, 25 and 26. Um, Kurt Angle versus Brock Lesnar from WrestleMania 19, definitely up there as one of my favourites. TLC from WrestleMania 17. Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Bret Hart, WrestleMania 13. And Macho Man versus Ricky You're Just naming a Google list of the best matches. <laughs> no, no, these are my favourite. Now, my favourite of all time um, yeah. is from. Well, I go, what, what WrestleMania do you think it's from? Well, if you're going for there, Shawn Michaels vs. Jericho, no. No, it's really? my favourite of all Fair time. No. I thought that would be. I thought you loved that match. It, I, I no one's even mentioned it. No, I know, because my favourite is from WrestleMania 21, and it's Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle. I thought that was my second choice, because yeah. Kurt Angle's your favourite. Yeah. Well, although I do like William Regal and Jericho as well, from 17 as well. Um, that's pretty neat, but yeah, Michaels versus Angle, just the technical side of things, is a masterclass. Um, so, Bradley, go back and watch that, because that's great. Go on then, Joe, what have you got? Right, um, I'm assuming as you, I put my favourite WrestleMania ever was 17, but 18 was banging as well, like 17 and 18 were both Equally as good you as know what? Time, even right? 19's not that bad either. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm 20, so you know you've got those like four <laughs> in a row. Is. I'm 21. Oh God. Goes yeah. Hollywood. But I just I same as you when you see like The Rock versus Hogan, like that crowd are going absolutely mad. Like you can't you can't get a bigger um you can't get a bigger moment than that. But my favourite match ever would probably be um uh when it's either Tinker versus Sean or Sean versus Ric Flair when, you know, HBK ends Ric Flair's career saying, you know, sorry, I love you. It's so iconic. You know, just yeah. played every WrestleMania. It's one of the best matches ever. Again, Tinker versus Sean, one of the best matches ever. But I'm saying, you, like, there's so many epic moments in WrestleMania, you know, Yeslemania, Kofi Mania. There's so many different ones. But the Undertaker those, versus Giant Gonzalez. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, but if I had to pick one, it's a toss-up between Taker Sean and Sean uh, versus Flair. I think that's fair. Go on then, Jamie. 
I mean, there's one consensus that we're all talking about here, and this is why he is Mr. WrestleMania. Obviously, Shawn Michaels is going to be up there. But for me, I'm talking about my favorite WrestleMania, the one that I've watched the most. I used to have it on VHS. I used to watch it all the time. It was the start of the Attitude Era. It was the birth of Stone Cold Steve Austin. It was WrestleMania 14 with Mike Tyson. It was Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold for the title. It's got one of the most iconic images from wrestling ever, which I absolutely love, which you don't see as hardly anymore because of the gorilla position. But it was a bit where you actually see them coming down from like the alleyway to the gorilla mm. position and then out. Like Stone Cold walking down that corridor is one of the most iconic images in wrestling. And then when Shawn Michaels does it, he just looks at the camera and just goes, fuck it off. This <laughs> 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 is great. Uh, but I mean, the, the, like, I absolutely I love that match anyway. Because again, that was Shawn Michaels' last match for four years. And then he came back, obviously, all Christianized or As part holy. of the NWO. <sighs> yeah. So, um, but yeah, Mike Tyson in that match. It's one of my favorite matches ever like so Shawn Michaels my favorite wrestler of all time and obviously any match with him is going to be iconic but again another honorable mention to Undertaker and Shawn Michaels as well but WrestleMania 14 is my favorite I mean you've got the LOD you've got Takamichi no was it about yeah. Royal yeah um you've got Triple H versus Owen Hart for the European title Mark Merrow and Sable uh, versus yeah. Goldust and Luna uh, the Rock versus Ken Shamrock. Uh, Ken Shamrock snaps and like breaks his ankle. Is his sister? Is that the one with his sister? Ken Shamrock's sister in that, or am I thinking of something else? I'm not sure actually. I can't remember. I don't I'm think it's that one. Um, obviously, you've got the dumpster match. Uh, yeah. Cactus Jack, Changeful Charlie versus Change New Age Alice. What, what's so funny about there's people in there? <laughs> oh, God, so funny about that. That. Yeah, that, I, I absolutely sick. love that match. And then um, you've got Pete Rose, aren't you? Undertaker versus Kane match. Not and, Pete then, Rose. and then, like I said, Stone Cold versus Shawn Michaels with the Mike Tyson turn at the end where he rips off his shirt and he's wearing a Stone Cold top and he's all like, he does that fast count, one, two, three. <laughs> uh, it's my favorite WrestleMania ever. Like, it's one of the ones that I remember is the earliest. And to come, Stone Cold finally getting his moment from the epic match, like you mentioned before, with Bret Hart from WrestleMania 13, to have his moment, win the title after winning the Rumble. Shawn Michaels' last match for four years. Mike Tyson, who was obviously the baddest man on the planet at the time. It it was the birth of the Attitude Era when Stone Cold won that title. And it, it doesn't get the respect it deserves because it is such a great event like the matches i've said they're all good matches like it's it's just overlooked because other ones are better apparently yeah but that's yeah. my opinion and i'm gonna stick to it fair enough there's some great meanings out there like i say far too many we, we've probably met people will be listening to this and people are going what about this event what about this match there's there's far far what about Roman yeah. Reigns no one the no title one is talking about wrestlemania 4 though <laughs> I literally, oh. WrestleMania 4, it took me six attempts to get through it. It's a, it's a tournament to ground a champion. See, I and, don't mind it. Oh, it's dreadful. The crowd literally chanting boring all the way through it. <laughs> I am. Um, I totally forgot about the triple threat hardcore match from WrestleMania 17, Kane, Big Show and Raven. That's quite yeah. a bit of fun as well. That is, to, to be fair. 17 is what, like I said, would be second on there. Because, like, again, TLC 2. <clears throat> yes. Phenomenal. Like, you've got that spear. It's right. So, WrestleMania is prediction time. The all important, the big one. It's all going on the. It's two for one night again. 
I can hear Bradley getting all excited with his uh, 17 points at the moment that he's got. So I'm going to go. I think there's 17 points up for grabs. (laughs) (laughs) There's seven seven matches on each each (laughs) night, so we've got 14. Um, We'll go through it, get it through it as quick as as quick as we can. So I just want your winners and and why. No fantasy can. We'll hey. start. <laughs> we'll start with them. Um, we're going in the order of Joe, Dan, Jamie, Bradley, and me. So Joe, we're starting off. Um, night one tag team turmoil. Winners receive women's tag team championship match on night two. Lana and Naomi versus Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose versus the Riot Squad versus Natalia and Tamina. Um, I'm going Natalia and Tamina, unless Billy Kay and Carmella. Go in there, then I put Billy Kay and Carmel about going Natalia and Sabina because that's official. What I'll do is, is who was who was Billy Kay supposedly? I, I know it's been mentioned, added to the poster, and then taken off again. But who is Billy Kay teaming with if she does, if she's in it? Carmella. Carmella. I'll put it in the brackets. I will allow Natalia and Tamina, but I will allow um, Billy Kay and Carmella if. They are added to it since we we don't. I'm sure they'll probably be added on SmackDown, won't they? Probably, but Dan. Yeah, I'm going to go with um, Natalia and Tamina. I think that they need to give Natalia a WrestleMania moment. So, play Jamie. Sure, don't care. I'll go with that too. (laughs) 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 Literally, don't care. Didn't even know that was a match. (laughs) Bradley, I'm I'm going to go with. This is so you don't know he's in it. He's going to go for this Lana, isn't he? Just no. because of their TikTok videos. I'm going to go with, because they are some of my favourite wrestlers, I'm going to go with the Riot Squad. Riot Squad, interesting. I do love Liv Morgan. I'd love her to win it. I do, I love Morgan. She's going you out with Bo believe. Dallas at the moment, yeah. Bo. Are they actually going out? I just know that they've opened up like um, a farm, haven't they, or some random shit like that. A farm? Haven't they bought like a farm or ranch? Sorry, yeah, there you go. They bought a ranch together. I I would watch Bo Dallas (laughs) and Liv Morgan on Emmerdale. I would watch them in their own show, The Ranch, with Bo Dallas and Liv Morgan. Oh my god, they actually can be Bo Leave. Oh my god, (laughs) Bo Live. (laughs) (laughs) Right, say if this happens in three weeks now, you know they listen. Right, I'm going with um, Lana and Naomi because they just seem to like Naomi and, and Lana um, so for some reason at the moment. So. Yeah, so we'll go for that. Right, Joe, Cesaro and Rollins. I'm going to go Cesaro, but I'm, I'm going to go for something a bit controversial because uh, it's the first, you know, it's the first... Um, event back with fans in attendance. I think it's going to be purely off fan reaction because Seth Rollins has been the, you know, the wrestle, Mr. WrestleMania. He's the one, you know, he's the top superstar. If the fans are behind Cesaro and Cesaro gets, you know, everyone behind him, then Cesaro's going to win. But if he's out there, Cesaro sucks. I think they'll flip it on the fly and Seth will win. So I'm going to go Cesaro but I'm not sure. They might change it at the end. Bob Cesaro. That is fine, Dan. I am going with Seth the Drip Rollins. Brad? Uh, Jamie, sorry. Cesaro. Brad? Cesaro. Interesting. I am going with Seth Rollins because 
it's Seth Rollins and we all want Cesaro to win and I just don't think they'll do it. I think they want to protect Seth Rollins since he's come back. So I would love to see Cesaro win, but Rollins will win is my prediction. Steel cage match, speaking of predictions, you know that one that I predicted and said they'd have a steel cage match for the first time since WrestleMania 2 <laughs> um, is up next. So Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon, Joseph. Um, I'm going to go... Braun Strowman and Shane McMahon's going to do a stupid spot off the top of the cage. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Shane. I think that they're going to play off the stupid thing. Either uh, Braun's going to throw him off and that way he wins or Shane's going to loosen part of the cage which makes him fall through it. So I'm going to say Shane. Okay, so we've got one for Braun. We've got one for Shane. Jamie. Braun, and hopefully it's the end of this storyline. Not a fan, are we? <laughs> no. <laughs> Fair enough. Braun Strowman was like, wasn't he in the title picture this time last year? Yeah, he, won the, he won the Universal title. He replaced um, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns, of course he did, yeah. yeah. That's why. It was the birth of Fiend Alexa. It wasn't in Right, Bradley. Um, I'm going to shame up, man. Very similar to uh, <laughs> to what Dan said. I feel like he's going to win by Braun Strowman just flinging him off the top through a table or something. But I don't know if any of you have noticed on Raw as well. Shane McMahon keeps doing this as well. He keeps going like, like oh, I've got a plan. I've got a plan. So I think there's going to be some dodginess involved in it. But I do think Shane's going to win. He's going to say, the contract does say McMahon. <laughs> However, in Reed, Vince just say Khan, but Shane McCann. <laughs> <laughs> I now own AEW. Um, I would have said Shane McMahon to start with because I had a feeling it was going to be very similar to. I thought they were going to go down the route, and they may still do, of what they did in No Way Out back in, oh, I want to say like 2003, 2004, when it was the steel cage, barbed wire steel cage match between. Big Show and JBL for JBL's WWE title, and the Big Show choke slammed him off the top rope, but he went through the ring. So JBL just escaped the cage by coming out from underneath of the ring. And I thought, and they may still do that, but they seem to be obviously WWE is very big anti bullying, and they seem to be doing this bullying storyline where Shane McMahon is bullying Braun Strowman. So I don't think they'll go the route of the bully winning. I think they want the person to overcome the bully. So I'll uh, I'll go for Braun in uh, in this one. Yeah. I just had a just thought. On that. Yeah, I'll wait until after. Don't want to carry on. <laughs> oh, all right. Then fair enough. Um, <laughs> Raw Tag Team Championships: New Day defending against AJ Styles and Omos. Um, who do we have, Joe? Um, New Day. I mean, I think Omos will be, you know, very impressive on his debut but i think aj and almost is such an old couple pairing and as brad said he's probably just out there to, to like do a flip or look impressive and almost is going to turn on aj stars to be a it's this all to set up almost single run so new day i think that's going to happen already yeah i mean i mean they've they've been they put him in that uh, big man class haven't they with um Adam Pierce and Drew Colossus, like him, um, Otis, and a couple of the other big guys. 
I've heard good things that you know he's actually really good in the ring. So maybe they're thinking, okay, well, put him and get um, separate separate from AJ Styles and put him on his own. Fair enough. So you're you're going with New Day to retain. New Day, yeah. Fair enough, Dan. I'm going to go with AJ Styles and Amos. It's Grand Slam time, isn't it? Yeah, boy. Yeah, I'm the same. Yeah, same year as well. Oh, hey, from neck, here we go. Um, <laughs> if that's the case, I will go with... Yeah, I'll go with new champions as well. Because the New Day need to win it back to just have AJ Styles, Grand Slam. It's his yeah. time. You have his mania moment. Like, so... Almost oh, won a title. By doing his flip over the top rope. It ain't gonna happen. If it happens, I'll take a shit in the middle of this room. <laughs> right. The main event of the evening, in my eyes anyway, certainly in Bradley's eyes, Bad Bunny and Damien Priest. Another one that I said they turn into a tag match. Funny that, isn't it? Bad Bunny and Damien Priest versus The Miz and John Morrison. Let's get this over and done with Joe. We know who's gonna win. Damien Priest the Bad Bunny. Yeah, is anybody going with the Miz and John Morrison? No, no, maybe. No. Don't be stupid. I'm putting you down as bad bunny. <laughs> if 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 they win now, I'm not, I'm verbally not going to say anything. So if the Miz wins, I said no. Well, it's not going to happen. So if the Miz wins, I will the... buy bad bunny merch and wear it on the next podcast. If the Miz and John anyway. Morrison win, <laughs> he's already got it ordered. <laughs> If the, the Miz and John Morrison, is, I think maybe that's the reason might have put it as a tag match. So the Miz could pin Damian Priest. You don't know, do you? If the Miz and John Morrison win this match, then I will quite happily declare the whole pay per view prediction for this event void and award Jamie a full fourteen points and nobody else any points. That's how confident I am. I've not agreed to this. But you don't need to because you're not in charge. Um, Right, let's go on to the um, SmackDown Women's Championship match. Uh, Sasha Banks defending against Bianca Belair, Joe. I'm going to go for Bianca Belair. It's her time now. Yeah, the the build-up to this has actually been really good. The only thing that annoys me with it, I think Sasha Banks could have turned... Heal a bit earlier, build it up a bit more heat on this match, but yeah, it's Bella's time, so Bella for me. Okay, Dan? I would strongly disagree with what Joe said about the build up for this has been really good. It's been really bad. Like the Royal Rumble <laughs> was really good, but the Reggie stuff, the I want to be a part Putting him right? in a tag team, yeah. Yeah, you're a tag team, now you're a rookie and all of it. Dreadful. Get me to the match. You know what? We'll be looking back in it in two years, three years' time, saying, "Oh, it was a brilliant match." Um, get to my prediction. Yeah, it's going to be Belair in it. Right. Okay. Jamie. Uh, my prediction is Will Smith's going to come out and perform the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. What a piss off! <laughs> 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 no, Bianca's winning. Four shots of my body losing. <laughs> Could you imagine if you actually did now? No. <laughs> They're listening to us. Brad? Uh, Bianca. I will also go with Bianca. And then, I mean, we don't know what's going to be the main event for the night. I, <laughs> I've got a feeling, actually, that that match will close the show. But I've, I've put down um, Lashley and McIntyre as the main event just for the purpose of our predictions. I so think we'll Bianca will probably end it, won't she? Like, I winning would the moment. so, yeah. Um, 
So let's uh, yeah, let's just go with that. We'll start off with uh, with Joe. What have you got for the WWE Championship match? It's going to be Drew McIntyre, and it's the whole point of you know he didn't really have his WrestleMania moment last year. I mean, I, I know he beat Brock Lesnar, and you know he beat he beat the Beast Incarnate, but and the this, Big Show, remember, in the same night. Uh, yeah, and the Big after show. it went off air. <laughs> Nothing yeah. you can do will make me fight you tonight, show. And then oh. the whole the whole thing is, you know, it's a redemption story for Drew McIntyre and to get his, you know, win in front of fans. So yes, yeah, Drew McIntyre for me. Brilliant. Dan. Yeah, they painted his face on the side of a building in London and in Glasgow, so it's gotta be Drew McIntyre. It's gotta be McIntyre. <laughs> Jamie. So Bobby Lashley. No, it's Drew. <laughs> Brad, you have a Drew as well. Yeah, but I really want Bobby to win, but it's going to be Bobby's Drew. been. A, I, I haven't complained like Bob with Bobby, Lash. Bob, Bobby Lashley's reign. He's he's been all right. He's been entertaining. I think he's definitely, obviously, with MVP, better on the mic than what Drew is. He's more entertaining than Drew. I'll kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But Drew. I, I'm I'm enjoying the Bobby the Bobby stuff at the moment, but yeah, um, it's going to be Drew. Give him his moment from last year. I am um, just to I go back to the Thunderdome the week after. No, Sorry, the I'm night after. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, um, I'm also going with Drew on that one. Like very much echoing what, um, in what Joe said. It's all to give him his moment that he couldn't get last year. Um, yeah, I'll go with McIntyre on that one as well. That concludes night one. It's too big for one night. That's what the wife says. So um, we're going tonight too. We will start off with Naya and Sheena versus the winners of the tag team turmoil. Um, so for this one, just give me whether or not you think they'll retain or whoever wins the... Um, doesn't have to be who you necessarily picked, in case it wasn't, but whether the winners of the tag team turmoil will win the titles or whether Naya and Sheena will retain. So we'll start with Joe. They need to lose the titles, so I'm going whoever wins the turmoils to win the tag titles. That is fine. Done. Yeah, it's going to be the Bella Twins, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what? No, what if it is? It could be, because you, I you know they've announced the teams to the turmoil, but you remember they said, oh, we're adding another team to this tag team ladder match, and the Hardys come out, and the fans pop. Seriously, this will then. be a fail forward. <laughs> But I, yeah, think, be... I, I really don't think anyone's going to pop it. The Bellas are going to come out there, I'm going to pop, mate. I'm a big fan. Oh, I hate them. <laughs> the best thing about them is the song Bree Mode. Yeah, I go with um, the, the challengers. They're going to beat the worst, the yeah, the worst part as well is didn't they tease like oh don't worry this is just the beginning now that yeah. we've had our kid like three hours apart. They're going to be a future wrestlers. <laughs> That's what Bischoff said as well. He said, this ain't the end. Believe me, it's just the beginning. I was like, well, I'm, I, I'm quite happy for that to be the case with Eric Bischoff, not for the Bella Twins. Um, Jamie, um, Naya and Shayna or the Turmoil? Champs. Just break New them up champ. already. The best New thing champ. Nia Jax has done is my hole. <laughs> oh, and it never came back. I hope she has a hole moment. I hope she has her hole moment. Might say it again. Yeah. My WrestleMania hole. <laughs> Mania hole. <laughs> For Christ's sake. Um, Brad? New champs. Yeah. 
I will also go for new champs. New champs. Anybody <laughs> in particularly cares in, in, in this instance today, unfortunately. Right. Going on to the United States Championship match, we have the defending Riddle versus Sheamus, and we'll go back to Joe. Um, I'm going Riddle. I mean, I love Sheamus to pieces, but I can't see him really beating Riddle, so I'm going to go Riddle for shits and giggles. <laughs> Riddle for shits and giggles. I like that. I like that rhyme. Yeah, he spends every night. <laughs> 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 Dan. Hey bro, you want to take a red in my scooter? Yeah, I'm gonna go a riddle as well. Did he, did we see that he forgot his lines last week and apparently it was kept in on purpose because Vince McMahon was pissing himself at it so he just yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, bye. That's gonna be his character, I think, going forward. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, hi. <laughs> it was his it was his um, segment with the new day winner on a uh, Raw this week. Yeah. Oh, you're going to be getting that high on Sunday. And uh, Xavier Woods is like, I think this guy needs some milk and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie. Bro. Yeah, Matt Riddle. Riddle. Bradley. Uh, is he even Riddle. called Matt Riddle anymore? Is he just called no, Riddle? No, he's just Riddle. He's just Riddle. Riddle me this. He's going to be Riddle <laughs> and Rob Van Dyne's going to come out and help them. Oh, Christ. They're going to get high later. The stoner bros. So the bros, you're still holding on to that open top, and aren't you? <laughs> um, I um, I will also go with the riddle in this one. Riddle me this. I um, really like, I have to add as well. I really like him. They're no, gonna have I like a whole it. moment, like like pages tape, where they're gonna have the belt, and it's gonna be Riddle and RVD just taking crack off it. <laughs> 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 Um, moving swiftly on, Joe, <laughs> uh, Intercontinental Championship match, Big E versus Apollo Crew. <laughs> the Nigerian drum fight. Yeah, Nigerian In, drum uh, fight. Which I've heard is literally just a, a, street, um, fight. It, a street fight with no rules. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but with, with a drum played in the background, apparently. There's a drum on the pole match. <laughs> I mean... I'm hoping Apollo wins. I mean, they've built him up for so long. They've they give him his new African persona. He speaks in the African accent, shall we it's say? It's awful. Hey, I, yeah. I miss his. Is he now putting an African accent on? Yes, he does. Oh. The um, I won't do it because it might be a racial stereotype. But he does the African <laughs> accent. Yes. Um, so I'm going Apollo Cruz just because. Why have you done all this work to build him up and give him a new character if you're not going to do anything with him? So I'm hoping this is where they could pull the trigger on him, give Apollo the title and get Big E onto the Universal title picture. Who's it? It's then Dan. Yeah, my prediction's Apollo. You're not going to have Big E winning three times in a row to then win a fourth time in a row at WrestleMania. It makes no sense. So I think new champions ground. Brilliant. Jamie. Yeah, Apollo Crews. Do you reckon they're going to have, like, around the stadium, like, um, just Africans playing the like drums and singing around going, oh, I'm an Africa, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the African chanting and stuff like that. I mean, I'm not being racist. That's an actual, like, comedy thing. No, no, African yeah. Um, I, um, are they actually going to have, like, like African people around I, playing the drums, like, and then African chanting, maybe? I think they'll definitely have the drums. Is it going to be like a lumberjack match where they're just around the ring? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hope not. 
the Nigerian <laughs> drum fights. He just makes me laugh. I just don't. I mean, he's just it a came street out of nowhere. It, but oh, right, Brad. I want Apollo Cruz, and he's going to beat Big E by stabbing him with his spear. Christ. All right, that's a bit harsh. I mean, there is there is like a live crowd there, so they can't like edit that weirdly, yeah, like did much, with yeah. the eye for an eye match. You know when you do when you're little, you, you put it under your arm. Oi, oi. What? You put it under his arm? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! You stabbed me in my armpit. <laughs> I am going against all of you on this one, and I'm saying that Big E retains again because I can't see them having the New Day and Big E both lose all over two because nights. They know they're the weak New Day. alone. They need to join back together. They do. Um, so yeah, so I'm going for um, Big E to retain, even though I think Apollo Crew should win. But that's only if they were going to do something with him anyway after this, and I'm not convinced they will. So I'll go for Big E. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Is next year with who? Logan Paul. Oh, yeah, ignore that. <laughs> Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, as far as I'm concerned. Um, Tom, do you know what Logan Paul's famous for? He's a YouTuber, isn't he? Do you know what his most controversial thing was? Um, I know he's had a boxing match against probably KSI. somebody like Kay. I was just going to say. He, want, he, he now wants one against Floyd Mayweather as well, doesn't he, from what I understand? He, he, he's the most talentless person I've ever heard of, other than KSI himself. Wasn't he the what... one that had like a massive racial thing on YouTube or something and got done Robert, for it? What he, did, what he did was he went to the suicide forest in Japan, oh, yes. recorded a body hanging from a tree and put it on YouTube. Well, as you do. As yeah, you and do. Then he was like, I'm so sorry, guys, I didn't mean it. <laughs> I didn't... Mean. Which one's more famous, Logan or Jake? I always think Logan. Logan, Logan Paul's more famous. Isn't Jake Paul like? Didn't he have like a weird boxing match against some other YouTuber? He had a fight against KSI's brother, and he also fought against Nate Robertson from the NBA. <laughs> you know, so and... so basically, next WrestleMania, it's going to be a tag team match with the Paul brothers versus the KSI <laughs> brothers with Joe Weller as a special referee. You'd <laughs> <laughs> love it though, Joe Weller. He would, Conor yeah. McGregor as well. You right, know, let, let's. Paul, this Paul is depressing me. All this Logan Paul <laughs> stuff. As far as I'm concerned, he's not involved in this match. So, who've we got? Joe Owens or Zayn? Uh, I'm going Sami Zayn, just because he's had all this conspiracy theory stuff. I I think KO versus Zayn. KO's won enough times in the past. I think Sami Zayn really needs to win in this one. So I'm going to go Sami Zayn. Fair enough. Right, uh, Daniel. I am going with Kevin Owens. Oh. This is just a singles match, isn't it? This, as far as I'm concerned, there's no At specific the moment, Dan- Daniel Bryan hasn't been added to it yet. So. <laughs> Not yet, no. Um, Jamie? I would absolutely love Sami Zayn to win, but it's going to be Kevin Owens. Okay. Bradley? Um, just quickly while we're on this, with the whole Logan Paul thing. Here we go. Have you, no, have you seen, apparently, K- um, Kevin Owens is going to have a, a guest as well? No. It's going to be KSI. He's going to have guests. It's going to be KSI in it. So just for that reason, I'm going to go with Kevin Owens. Okay. See, this this sort of spanning the way to be fair, like, you know, I joked like last time, it was going to be, it probably is going to be next year's WrestleMania of Kevin Owens and KSI versus Sami Zayn and Logan (laughs) Paul at SummerSlam. Because they're not going to do a whole year waiting, are they? In Wembley. I would say on this one, it all depends whether or not. It's a difficult one. It all depends whether or not um, 
Kevin Owens does bring somebody in like KSI or whatever. If he doesn't, then I will go, and I'm going to say he's not going to. I will go with Zane because I don't think you're bringing us. <laughs> I hate using the word celebrity because he's not a celebrity, Logan Paul. He's a dickhead. But um, <laughs> if I use the word celebrity, uh, you don't bring somebody in like that, I think, for the person to just lose. I know he's not wrestling. Unless but he turns on Sami Zayn. What, like Mike Tyson? His um, whole conspiracy bringing him in in the first place. Right. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Sami Zayn, I'm going for. Moving on. Let's get away from that shite. The Fiend versus Randy Orton, not in a Firefly Funhouse match. It isn't a pre recorded cinematic match. It is a singles match. Who have we got, Joe? Um, I hope The Fiend wins, and I hope it's not a repeat of a couple of years ago when, you know, they had all the bugs and all the silly shit in the ring. Um, I hope The Fiend wins, and I'm guessing Alexa Bliss is going to come out with him. Alexa Bliss is going to get involved somehow. I don't know how it's going to work. There's, I'm guessing there's going to be some kind of camera trickery or something. In, it's not going to be a quick... Something's going to happen where, you know, it's going to be Alexa Bliss or, like, the lights go out or something's going to happen where The Fiend's going to beat Randy Orton. But, uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to say, Fiend. With the fiend, lovely Dan. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Husky Harris as well. Smashing, that'll do for me. So we got two for the fiend, Jamie. Let me in. Yeah, it's gonna be the fiend, Bray Wyatt. Fiend. Bradley, yeah, the fiend. It's only logical. I will it's only logical. Go. All right, William Shatner. <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, that was Leonard Nimoy. I know it was. <laughs> it's a Star Trek reference, isn't it? So... What's It'll do. Clo- close enough. Uh, what out. Star Trek? <laughs> Is that 2009 film with Chris yeah. Pine? It was, it, was the wrath, it was The Wrath of Khan. And Zachary Quinto. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I shall also go with The Friend himself. I'll go with The Fiend. The Friend. <laughs> right. Raw Women's Championship match. Asuka defending against the newest addition to the Raw roster, Rhea Ripley. Joseph? I'm going Rhea Ripley. I mean, they've been holding off for Rhea Ripley for so long. They, I mean, she was in the Royal Rumble and then we didn't see her for ages on NXT or anything. And then suddenly she's teamed up with Asuka last week on Raw and then she just went straight on to heel. No accidental bumps or anything. She falls in the old Rhea Ripley to win the Raw Women's title, please. Okay. Daniel. Yeah, Rhea Bloody Ripley. Rhea Ripley, Jamie. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Rhea Ripley's time. And like they've already announced, I know you have no idea who... Um <laughs> who BB Rexer is, but obviously they've announced a musical guest and they've announced that her theme music will be performed live at WrestleMania, so Rhea Ripley. Brad. Rhea Ripley, and if she doesn't win, I'm going to cry. Okay, I am if going... If Cena wins, I'm we riot. Win. <laughs> I'm going with Oscar on that one. I, honestly, I, I just don't I don't think they'll put the title on Oscar, really. It ain't out in. Oscar is going to retain. Right, guys, you heard it here first. <laughs> And it's time for the main event, the triple threat match. How do you think Asuka's going to win? I'm going with Asuka. My That's worse than the Miz winning. In. No, the prediction <laughs> is locked in. Universal Championship match, triple threat. This should be interesting. Joe. 
I'm going to go a bit controversial. I'm going to go Reigns, and I'm going to go with he's going to pin Daniel Bryan. Okay. I think I think they're just going to it's going to go in. It's going to be a good match, you know, Edge versus Daniel Bryan versus Reigns. They're, they're all go back and forth, but I think eventually Reigns will spear Edge, then he'll spear Bryan. I think Bryan is there just purely to take the pinfall, and then he's going to pin. Brian one two three and then Edge's just gonna go full on psycho radar superstar and and go after Roman Reigns for another match of wrestle uh, for SummerSlam but this time one one smashing okay Daniel yeah my guess is Roman Reigns as well okay Jamie Edge. Edgy boy, the winner. I can see it working both ways. Or like I said, I can see either Daniel Bryan being pinned or Roman Reigns. They have different ways of how it would work, but you can have the whole thing like Edge, like you get the spear on Roman Reigns and pin Roman Reigns, and then Daniel Bryan would be like, "Well, I was in the match, I still didn't get pinned, so give me a title match." Or Roman Reigns won't get pinned and they'll pin Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns are like, well, I didn't even get pinned. It's my title. So whoever obviously doesn't get pinned is going to fight Edge at payback or backlash whatever it is next it's money but in the bank edge. next then it's backlash. oh yeah apparently is yeah um but no i mean considering they're putting the chronicle on after the broken school sessions for edge kind of makes you think edge is gonna win but they could just put that in there as a ruse a so mark you go, you're going with edge yeah right bradley i'm going edge He's going he needs his time, doesn't he? After coming back after all that time, would he be one of the only or person to be an active member of the Hall of Fame and win the WWE title? Oh, Goldberg. Well, Goldberg was universal. Ah, oh, Berg, yeah. yeah. But no, I I agree with you. The fact that he's coming back and I know he's playing the heel character now, effectively, or one of the heel characters alongside with Reigns. To have his big moment again in front of the crowd, I agree with you. So that's why I'm going with him to lose, and I'm going with Roman Reigns to receive. No, 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 no. I am going with Reigns to receive. I know there's the. It's so many. Is it not like five or six years? Well, no, it's longer than that, isn't it? So like seven or eight years to the day in which he relinquished the world heavyweight title and retired. Um, I'm sure I read that. So there's rumours. I thought, I thought that... you were going to say since Roman Reigns wasn't in the main event at Mania. <laughs> yeah, probably, that's probably that. true as well. <laughs> no, but I think it's so many years to the day since he relinquished the World Heavyweight Title and retired in Edge, and that's why a lot of people are saying they think he's going to win, but he's also going to resurrect the World Heavyweight Championship to because um, he it was the title he never lost and bring that back in respect of the Universal Title. So. A lot of people are saying that online. I don't think third brand. <laughs> but, but I um I, I I think Reigns is gonna win. If if you're gonna have Edge win, he's the heel now anyway. The only face in that is Daniel Bryan. I don't think Daniel Bryan's gonna win, so he's gonna go with Reigns or Edge. So that's why I'm just thinking Reigns. He might as well carry on until Lester comes back and have that Reigns versus Lesnar match, as far as I'm concerned. Again, but with Paul Heyman in the mix. Right, that's our pay per view predictions. Wow. Um We'll certainly see on that, won't we? But let's uh, let's finish off with a quiz. Daniel, you're on the quiz hosting duties this week. Ten questions again, is it? It is ten questions, and it's all about WrestleMania. WrestleMania, baby. Woo! Great way to finish off the WrestleMania special. Let's go for it. Thank you. It was planned. Right. 
So first one. No uh, Google, Brad. No Google. Hang, <laughs> on, no, hang, hang on a minute. He's, why is his camera not facing his face? I'm by here. It's because I have my headphones are plugged in, so I got to use my like you know the, those ones you. How convenient! Well, to be right. fair, though, isn't that your phone that that you're using? It is. Yes, and so, what I'll do, so his laptop's free. What I'll do hey. is. <laughs> He'll face the camera so you can't see him cheat. So, there you know, he's definitely is. getting zero points. What's that? Single males online. Don't go. Go. Oh, behave yourself, Taron. <laughs> males boys. with a Z. <laughs> <laughs> the horny boys club. Right, let's go for it, Dan. Okay, now you guys have finished fannying around. Let's get on with the quiz. Um, so, with the, with the first question, you got one in two chance. So, Brad, you can get a point with this one. Ooh. Um, who had a match at WrestleMania first? Was it the Rockers or the Hart Foundation? Lovely. Lovely. Number two. Who walked out of WrestleMania 4 as the WWE champion? They won that uh, tournament that yes, took he... me two weeks to watch. I feel like I'm <laughs> going to struggle in this. It's all right, Bradley. Calm. Just, just calm down. Number three, who was the first person to face and lose to The Undertaker at WrestleMania 7? Yeah, okay. Is it raining somewhere? It sounds like it's raining. Oh, it's nice and dry down. Maybe it's just the... um, I think it's that delicate connection over, isn't it? It's like somebody's camera. Ah, It was raining. (laughs) Sorry, go on. Nah, you're fine. Number four, who accompanied Diesel to the ring at WrestleMania 11? Yeah. Oh, it's got to be. It's got to be. be. <laughs> How you doing, Brad? You doing okay? He's like, Diesel? I thought it was petrol in my dad's car. <laughs> I thought his name was Kevin Nash. Right, number five. At least you know who he was. Well, yeah. <laughs> Which team walked into the triangle ladder match at WrestleMania 2000 as the tag team champions? In what, sorry? The triangle ladder match. Yeah. Okay. That's a decent match in itself as well. I forgot about yeah. it. It's a ladder match, not the yeah. TLC too. Yeah, ladder match. Okay, cool. Oh, well, I don't know then. You've got a one in three chance, Brad. Well, I don't even know what teams are in there, mate. So I don't oh, know there we go. Think right, of an iconic six. tag team in the year 2000. Oh, he I'm... said, I've been to the year 2000. <laughs> God knows, man. Okay, who left WrestleMania 18? As the hardcore champion. Oh, it's gotta be. Number seven, what title did Cena win at WrestleMania 20? (laughs) I feel like I'm on a decent roll here. I think that's the only one I know. Number eight, who did Jericho pin last in the Legends Eliminator match at WrestleMania 25? Yes. Brad, I'm going to give you a um, clue here. Hey! It's either, because you, obviously you guys know who the hey. three people were in it. So is it Jimmy Snooker? Is it um, Steamboat? Or is it Roddy Piper? Okay. All right. Or is it, or is it Mickey Rourke? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was meant to be Mickey Rourke, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay, number nine. Who did Big Show eliminate to win 
the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal at WrestleMania 31. Oh, bugger. No, the I don't last know. person eliminated. Okay. Okay. And for the last one, it's worth the 16 points up for grabs, and I do have a bo bonus point as well for you. Okay. So, excluding the Canadian WrestleManias, can you name me any state that has held a WrestleMania? <laughs> what, 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 just like any state? It's got every right to be here. It's a public <laughs> <It's> problem. <probably, well, laughs> and, and there's how many? What, what happens if you put a wrong one? Do you lose a point? Go on, do it. Christ. <laughs> no, there's 16 up for grabs. You can just name 16 states and just hope it works. <laughs> Go for it then. Yeah, I can. I've, I've got. I mean, I'm, I don't have it with me now, but I do have a flag upstairs with all the states on. I'm going to give you a bonus point as well if you can name the one that's had the most uh, as well. There's six. Uh, this may sound like a stupid question, but is Hollywood a state? No, no. I'm screwed. Then. I mean, what is Hollywood in? Live from Hollywood. Okay, I think I know. There you go. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm just going for American football teams. It helps, and it? Well, you Stop can, Googling, Taryn. To start off, Brad, you can probably think of where is it at the moment. What's in America? <laughs> where is it at the moment? You know, what? think of the logos. They usually see the logos. Not the earlier ones, but... And we had one question from, I think it was, was it Taryn the other week, uh, where they said that there was one that was in three states all at once. WrestleMania 2? Yeah, WrestleMania 2. But you're, obviously, you're not They all count. Yeah, they all count. Yeah, no, but I mean, you're not... But right. all of those have, have hosted separate WrestleManias as well. Right, right, okay. right. Um, No, I'm going to have But make sure you write down, you circle the one that you think has held the most as well, because you get a bonus point if you get that one. So circle the one. But you're saying yeah, you're not counting one. the Canadian one. No, like Canadian ones, no. Yeah, Canadian ones don't count. Was that WrestleMania 6 or WrestleMania... Um, 18. 18, yeah. I think I've got like... Right, yeah. I think I've got like five, maybe cool, well, six. You guys can continue writing I'm ones down while we go through there. the answers. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going through American football teams, just hoping it works. <laughs> Probably better than uh, we'll figure. Well, we'll go through the answers to the other ones and you guys can pen them down while you're uh, going through the All answers. Right, so, okay. we'll start with the first one who had a match at WrestleMania first? Was it the Rockers or the Heart Foundation? We'll start with Brad. What do you reckon, Brad? I'll put the Rockers. You went with the Rockers, you thought they had a match first, Jamie? What do you reckon? Yeah, I went the Rockers too, Karen. Yes, the Rockers, Joe. I put Heart Foundation. You're correct. It's Heart Foundation. I think it was well, WrestleMania we 1. Go. They were in the Battle Royal and they were in blue oh, tights. I feel like I'm well, on a good roll here, he says. He's got to right to me. It's a problem. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a Heart Foundation. The Rockers' um, first WrestleMania was WrestleMania 5. Oh. Yeah. Um, number two, who walked out of WrestleMania 4 as the WWE champion? Um, we'll go Brad first. Don't laugh at me. I put Hulk Hogan. Good shout. He was in the tournament. Uh, what do you reckon, Jamie? Randall Savage. Hmm. Taron? Macho Man Randy Savage. Joe? Randy Savage. It was 
Oh yeah, dig it. Did he beat Ted DiBiase in the final? Yeah, he beat Ted DiBiase in the final, which and there was loads of buys, there was loads of like disqualifications and countdowns. So Ted DiBiase didn't have to wrestle much, neither did Randy Savage. I think he had one or two matches. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Randy Savage got there. There was that iconic scene where Mr. Lidith was on his shoulder and he was celebrating with Hulk Hogan in the ring at the end. Oh, um, so number three, who was the first person to lose to The Undertaker at WrestleMania 7? Brad, what do you reckon? The giant Gonzalez. Oh, really? He's wrestled him. Um, what do you reckon, Jamie? Um, I can't remember if it was first or second, but I'll put Ultimate Warrior. Warrior. Okay, what do you reckon, Taron? Jimmy Snooker. And Joe? I put Giant Gonzalez as well. It was Jimmy Superfly Snooker. Oh, okay. Um, who accompanied Diesel to the ring at WrestleMania 11? What do you reckon, Brad? Razor Ramon. No. Um, <laughs> what do you reckon, Jamie? Um, it was Pamela Anderson and Jenny McCarthy was with Shawn Michaels. Nice. And what do you reckon, Taryn? I just put Shawn Michaels. I did, so. And Joe? I put Shawn Michaels as well. I have Pamela Anderson written down. Uh, well, that'll do. Yeah. Yeah, it was one with Jenny McCarthy and Pamela oh, Anderson. I had no right. idea what was going oh, on at ring time. Oh, right. Oh, <laughs> right. right. Which team walked into the Triangle Ladder match WrestleMania 2000? Wait, in the question, team? didn't you say for his match against Shawn Michaels as well? No, who accompanied Diesel to no. the WrestleMania 11? Oh, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> and who, who was the tag champs in the Triangle Ladder match? I put APA. Hmm. Jamie? Uh, I put the Dudleys. Taron? I put Edge and Christian because I think they went in as champions and came out as champions. And Joe? Hardy's I put. Oh, it was... wait, what? I thought we said it went to TLC too. No, it was just it a ladder match. It was just a ladder match. It was those Dudleys. Oh, because you said that I got confused and crossed out the Dudleys. <laughs> it, was the, it was the same three teams. <laughs> I got confused and crossed out the Dudleys. Hang on. Did you say who went in or who came out? Who went in? Who walked in? Oh, I thought you said who came out. Fuck's sake. <laughs> this is why I need to listen to questions. Because I do I know Edge and Christian no, Brad, because they stood on, on the top I'm of the table. I'm not going to win anyway. Well, can I have a point? What for getting it wrong? For giving the name of a, t- of a tag team that wasn't even in the match. And, <laughs> and, also, and a tag team that also wasn't in TLC2 as well. <laughs> No, because I, I you can't just name my tag team and say, "Can I have, no, can I have APA?" Because they were a tag team around the time. Billy and Chuck. <laughs> so it looks like Brad has put Kane for his next answer as well. Um, who left WrestleMania 18 as the hardcore champion? So we already know Brad's got Kane from his paper. Jamie, what do you reckon? Yeah, it's got to be Kane. <laughs> what do you reckon, Taryn? What WrestleMania was it? 18? Did you say? 18? Yeah. yeah. Maven and Joe Harkaholly. It was Maven. Thank you. Except when you watch Maven, think back now, they dubbed that theme over with some shitty generic theme now. So we haven't even got that anymore. What title did John Cena win at WrestleMania 20? Brad? US. Anyone else got anything else other than US? No, it was US. I've yeah, got the United show. States title. All right, all right. <laughs> it was the United States Championship yes! the US title. It's got to be. did it for The Rock. He beat <laughs> the big good. <laughs> and um, who did Jericho pin last in a Legends, ba- um, Legends match at WrestleMania oh, 25? What do you reckon, Brad? Somebody we didn't even mention. I put Piper. You put Piper. What else did? What else? Anyone else has got anything different? I yeah, put Steamboat. Yeah, I put Steamboat. Joe. Piper. That's Steamboat. 
I think he, he eliminates Snooker first, then Piper, then Steamboat. And then it led to a really good match at Backlash where they had Steamboat versus Jericho in a That was match. so good. That mm. was so good. And he dyed his hair just randomly. He did, yeah. <laughs> and um, who did the Big Show eliminate to win the Andre Battle Royal at WrestleMania 31? <laughs> Cesaro. Any other guesses? I put Cesaro, but that's only because I couldn't... I well, Cesaro eliminated Big Show. Yeah, I can't remember. I made a joke because I can't remember if this actually happened or it might have been the Royal Rumble, but I put Santino Morella. <laughs> and Joe? I put Cesaro as well because I can't remember either. All I remember Cesaro you... eliminating Big Show. All of you got it wrong. Who was it? Damien Mizdow. Oh, uh, that, that's, that's what I, meant. I, I knew it was someone stupid. <laughs> that's why I put Santino because basically, didn't he hide under the ring or came back right at the end? That's and it, everyone yeah. was going yeah. mental because uh, they thought they were going to uh, win. Had uh, uh, <laughs> Santino. It was the turn, wasn't it? Miz Dow turned on the Miz, I think, during the match, didn't he? And, then, it. and then didn't win anyway. So, with the last one, how are we going to do this? You're all going <laughs> to take a crack at saying names and I say yes or no? Uh, why or not? should I just go through? All right, go on. Say some randoms and I'll say yes or no. I had one, two, three, four, five, six. I named eight. I put New York, yeah. I- Illinois, yeah. California, yeah. Nevada, uh, yeah. Texas, yeah. New yeah. Jersey, yeah. Georgia, um, yeah. Yeah, Florida. Florida. Yeah. That's all I put on. I think Florida's held it the most. Any more guesses for other ones? Louisiana. Um, yeah. Oh. Washington. Yeah. I got Washington. Have you got any more, Joe? Sorry. No, I can't. I got. Uh, Don't ask Bradley. <laughs> no, I've, I've just, I did Jamie's tactic of writing football teams down. Where's WWE headquarters, guys? <laughs> And, you know, <laughs> Where's John Cena from, guys? I got, I got Massachusetts. I got Massachusetts. Would you like me to share my screen? <laughs> I've got, I, I'll tell you all the ones that I put down. Stop Florida, lying. Texas, New York, no. California, no. Arizona, no. Illinois, Massachusetts, no. Nevada, no. Washington, no. Baltimore. No. Or Maryland, no. No. Uh, Denver. No. Colorado, Colorado. Nope. Uh, Oregon. No. Nope. New England. No. New England is not a state. No, that's fine. Um, uh, Georgia. Yep. No. And then New Jersey. No. No, yep. no so points th- on that So one. the full list, we've got New York with four, Illinois with three, California, Michigan, New Jersey, Indiana, Nevada, Connecticut, Massachusetts, Pennsylvania, Texas, Washington, Florida, Arizona, Georgia, Louisiana. And the one that's had the most is California. Yeah. You didn't say that. I did. (laughs) Right, guys, let's see what you got. That was a point for each of them on number 10. For each guys, yeah. Right, I got 13 altogether. One, two, three. Bradley, don't lie. We know you came last this time. Yeah, it's a seven. That's not bad. <laughs> to be fair, it's not bad when you haven't known. Yeah, that's seventeen. Oh, so that is a lie, liar! You lie to me, <laughs> Mojo Jojo. Thirteen. Mojo Jojo. Mojo Jojo. So I think. What Jamie about you? What about you, Tyrone? Oh, I got. Um, what did I say? Thirteen. 
Oh, eight, nine, ten, eleven, 12, yeah, thirteen on that one. Yeah. yeah, so Jamie's got the point. I win, I win, and after Sunday, <laughs> I will be top of the pay per view. So Jamie, that puts you now on two points on the leaderboard. Who's got, so who's got the most points? I just Dan on four, Brad on two, <laughs> Jamie on two, Taryn on two, and Joe just on the one. But nobody's on zero. <laughs> So, uh, well, the worst place Joe's doing it next week, isn't he? So, he's still going to be on one. <laughs> it is time for Joe next week. Um, obviously, our post WrestleMania edition of the show. So, Joe, make it on whatever your heart desires as far as that. But, uh, yeah, that's how we're uh, in the back. <laughs> we do can if you want to. British that's wrestling. Our- Special edition WrestleMania um, episode. Hope you all enjoyed it. Bradley, where can people follow us and find us and how, as ever? Well, it's funny you should ask. It's at Grapplecast Show on Insta, Twitter, and Facebook. Lovely. Tell your friends, tell your mum. I've told Bradley's mum she's going to give me a listen and a watch later. She is, she advised. <laughs> so that's no problem at all. We've not recorded the video of the podcast. She just asked for a personal cameo later. So I haven't charged so Don't you worry, Brad. That's He's not, we've not, not coming news. out of your pocket money this week. We've forgotten the news, guys. The cameo's back and almost it's 100 Not at that quid. price. How <laughs> much? Right. Yeah, that's why we didn't discuss it. Not at that price. But enjoy NXT, guys. Enjoy SmackDown if you can. Um, yeah. Yeah, enjoy Dynamite tonight. Mike Tyson's back. Hurrah. Um, but yeah, enjoy WrestleMania. It's too big for one night. Hope everybody who's listening to it enjoys it. And we will see you same place as always next week with our WrestleMania reaction show. But until then, WrestleMania, baby. Woo! See you later, guys. Rep screwed rep. It's me, Austin. I did it. For the rock. Oh, shut your mouth, you thong wearing fatty. Number four, armbar. I am Sir Michael. <laughs>